the... I, f I just... I know I just got my butt kicked by... by Yuga, but where am I? Look, this house kind of looks familiar. Whoa! Who are hey you? there! Who, who are you? I, I mean, I like your outfit, but I don't know who you are. I'm just a harmless bunny, but the name's Ravio, and uh, I've decided to live here now. Okay, well, um, I guess there's nothing I can do about that. I'm kind of a pacifist. Well, that's kind of contra contradictory towards my actions outside of this place, but you seem like a Rent nice some items! Guy. Rent some items! I got a bow, I got a, a boomerang, I got a little wind stick. Rent some items! How about that? Give me rupees. Okay, uh, yeah, I mean, I've got, like, how much for that boomerang right there? That looks pretty useful. Uh, well, you could rent it for, like, you know, somewhere around uh, 200 rupees, or you could buy it, be the owner of it. Why would you rent when you could buy? You can buy it for 800 rupees. What do you say? I mean, buying sounds great, but I'm on a bit of a tight budget. I think I'll okay, rent pull on a fast it for one. now. P pull on a fast one. Pull on a fast one. I see. What? I see what? you are. Uh, you are. Uh, you are a a um, elf boy of culture of finesse. And yes. and uh, what? How? Thank you. Could you part with the Majora's mask on your wall? Yeah, sure. That shouldn't be propose any problems lately. You can have the Majora's mask. Uh, gosh, you know what? Oh, you know what? Fine. I'll trade you that mask for the boomerang straight up, and then I own it. How about that? Sold! Okay. And this is Ravio Super Special. Gosh, well, Ravio, nice to meet you. My name's Link. I really love your uh, purple bunny uh, hoodie that you've got on. It sort of also looks like a bit of a robe. Uh, great to meet you. You must have... Do you know what happened here? I feel like you must have saved me or something. Uh, I don't know. Did you find me somewhere? Uh, you know, I just happened to be passing through. Um, I'm definitely not from another area, uh, dimension, time, place, or universe. Uh, I belong mm -hmm. here. Uh, I'm a completely normal guy, and uh, I've decided to set up shop in your house. All right. Well, I am definitely questioning all those things because I wouldn't have questioned it otherwise, but thank you. Uh, and hey, you know what? Make yourself at home. It's been kind of lonely here, uh, to be honest with you. Um and, uh, yeah, make yourself at home. It's really good to have you. Uh, uh, fantastic. But, a couple things. Uh, your TV isn't working. I can't get HBO Max to work. So if you can get the login, that'd be great. I need to watch just a ton. I need to binge the entire Harry Potter series. I see that it's on HBO Max now. I need to watch all of them. I need to watch HBO's Titans. I need to watch all this stuff. So get on that right now. Okay, sure. You know, I guess I have always wondered what you've been doing while I've been out adventuring, and I guess it makes I've been sense. using your card for Uber Eats. They've been dropping off groceries, uh, and they've also been dropping off food. Uh, so uh, you may get a call from the bank here and there. Okay, you know what? Hold on. This is starting to get a little fishy. I think I know someone who uses Uber Eats exorbitantly and likes HBO Match. Max, is that? Wait a second. You're not Ravio. Take off that hood. Oh my gosh, it's my friend eddie martin hey there what's going on connor <laughs> not much dude uh and also yeah i'm not the real ravio and i'm not the real link did we both kind of did this whole thing where we were i mean did i fool you at all because you had me up until the end a little bit i kind of recognize your voice and also um it works because ravio has darker hair and uh link has lighter hair and that's oh. kind of how we are you know i have darker hair than you so it makes oh my sense. gosh i you are the ravio to my link uh this is fantastic uh, well, dude, if it isn't already obvious, of course, we are here uh, to discuss A Link Between Worlds for The Legend of Zelda Games Club, uh, which is uh, somewhat of a – it's bittersweet because this is our final episode of The Legend of Zelda Games Club. I believe this mm. is 
uh, I want to say it's episode 16 or 17. Can't remember which. I could have figured that out before. Um, but, dude, thank you so much for being here. These are uh, exclusively available at the moment at our DJ Toad tier, the $10 tier on our Patreon. So shout out to all the patrons we've got. Thank you all Woo! so much for joining us for this. And then if you're listening in the future when we release this uh, for public consumption, thanks so much. Uh, consider checking us out at patreon.com slash super and PC Radio. I am uh, one of the co-hosts of this series, Connor McCabe, also co-hosted by Jeremy Schmidt. And here with Eddie Martin returning, um, having been on the Wind Waker and Minish Cap episodes. Um, dude, it's so good to have you here. I wanted to have you on this one because I know that uh, this is one of your favorite Zeldas, but also yeah. you uh, love A Link to the Past, and this game has some... Uh, very, very, very obvious connections to that. Um, just about everything feels connected to that game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good to have you here. Uh, why don't we get into some broad strokes of like what this game is uh, in the sure. Zelda series? Uh, do you want to maybe just give us a little uh, idea of what A Link Between Worlds is in the like Zelda universe and, and all that? I believe timeline-wise, I don't have the timeline in front of me, but it exists in the same timeline as Link to the Past. just takes place a lot later. Yeah. So and what we have is the same Hyrule uh, map layout and everything, but uh, it's different as far as storyline goes, a new Link, and um, a new enemy, actually, which, which is all tied into something else. So this game is the first original entry on the Nintendo 3DS. Uh, came out in November of 2013. Uh, I do remember it getting advertised uh, and a lot of hype about it, but it's the one that if you've seen or heard anything about it, just like we were discussing, um, it has, uh, it is basically a love letter to A Link to the Past. It's essentially like a sequel, a remake, uh, and its own thing all in one. And it's the one where Link can basically uh, paste himself against a wall and become sort of a flat character and walk around and enter portals. Um, so that's what this one is. It does have some interesting things about it, Eddie. Um, what what differences maybe come to mind? I've got a few off the top of my head, but I'd love to hear from you. Like, how is this game unique, maybe even compared to A Link to the Past? Well, it definitely has a lot of things that are similar to Link to the Past as far as the 2D top-down perspective. Um, op- it's open world like Link to the Past. Mm-hmm. It um, it has uh, same map layout as we discussed earlier and same music for the most part, with uh, albeit, albeit with the 3DS sound uh, to it. But the difference is, and this is what's really cool about Link Between Worlds, is it becomes its own game. Mm-hmm. It kind of defines itself with... First of all, the, the pacing on the walls and going into a painting form of Link. Yeah. So where you can access different areas. Another thing is the there's a little bit of 3D involved here. There's a little bit more um, perspective added. That's a little more obvious with the 3DS. You could jump down to different levels. The levels can go way down depending on where you're at. So there's a lot of depth uh, vertically mm-hmm. in this world. There is um, It's way more open world because you can rent or buy items and take on the dungeons in any order you want. You don't have to go based on the order that we get in Link to the Past. And there's a um, there's also the similarity of that there's a light world and a dark world, but this dark world's a little more fleshed out and given some lore and some backstory to it. 
So those are yeah. some some similarities and, and differences as well. It's about anything I could have named. <laughs> we're we're right there. So thank yeah. you, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, it's really cool. The, this game also has some of the thing points you just hit on are another. It always feels like to me that, as, especially having gone through the Zelda series nearly chronologically this year, even though I've missed a handful of them uh, for the ones that Jeremy hosted, they're always make the changes that they make oftentimes will be plucked from that game and brought into a new one or they'll be even testing out like a mechanic or a system or something for example i had forgotten how much like bug stuff there is in twilight princess do you did you remember that at all Mm -hmm. the last time i played it yeah there's a whole bug girl in that game Mm -hmm. i didn't remember that Mm -hmm. at all that ends up being a bigger part uh, in Skyward Sword and then in that game you're also collecting resources and then you fast forward to Breath of the Wild and that's a bunch of the game and you use all that to craft and sell things so um, this game has a few of those elements as well as far as a little seemingly like things they're testing out and many people speculated that the uh, eventual like non-linearity and the ability to in some, especially in the second half of the game, not really in the first half, uh, the ability to sort of poke around and go into just about any dungeon you want at any time mm-hmm. out of order uh, was, and that freedom was something they were testing out in this game. Uh, yeah. And was so, like, it adds a lot of replayability to it. Um, you've you've played this game uh, at least twice, right? Yes, I have. I, I played it in normal mode. I beat it in hero mode not too long ago, Yeah, uh, which was was a challenge, but wasn't as challenging as I thought it would be, honestly, in a hero mode. It was kind of the right amount of difficulty. That's cool. Was that Because I haven't played that mode. Would you say that it's one of those modes that if you can, if like you're, you can get disciplined or maybe uh, just focused that it, that's the challenge as opposed to it just being like impossible? It's more that it's more the former okay. than the latter. It's 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 challenging. Uh, you will die and have to get your <laughs> items back from Ravio, but it's um it's very much it's not it's not painstakingly difficult. It's not like okay. um this once it's not like Hollow Knight where you want to tear your hair out sometimes. Yeah, gosh, <laughs> that's uh that's really cool. It, a lot of these uh, a handful of Zelda games have these modes now too. I know that Skyward Sword does as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Wind Waker does yeah yeah also the at least the hd version uh, i don't remember off the top of my head but in wind waker hero mode you don't have hearts on the screen like you can't replenish your hearts you have to use red potions or um some other way i don't remember if this game i don't think this game might not do it either but yeah. i don't totally remember um or maybe it's just scarce on the hearts but that was one cool thing about wind waker people complain it's too easy it's like hey there's a whole hero mode where you don't get hearts and bushes. Like, that is hard. <laughs> yeah, give that a shot. Uh, I don't know what I would do without just being able to slice some bushes or an enemy and get mm-hmm. a heart here and there. Um, right. There have also been... In fact, A Link to the Past is one of those games that I... That even during the gameplay felt like health and finding hearts were a premium. Or if you had mm-hmm. broken a jar in a dungeon... If you go back to that jar, even if it's there again, it probably won't have a heart chilling for you. Uh, yeah, and it has the when you have like two hearts, it starts playing that annoying beeping sound, and that just makes you more stressed. You're like, how do I get rid of this beep? Um, 
And it's kind of funny. You, you mentioned earlier about the open worldness, maybe testing it out. You yeah. know, around this time and a little bit later, randomizers starting getting popular on mm-hmm. on Link to the Past. So playing a randomizer where really it's like you're using your mind to th- think, okay, I have this item, I have this item. Now I can do this dungeon. I can do this thing. Yeah. Um, I think people are starting to like appreciate stuff like that, and and this game is in a sense kind of Nintendo's version of a randomizer, letting you tackle it however you want. Absolutely. It's simultaneously uh, familiar and refreshing at the same time, especially as when I had first played this game, I had not completed A Link to the Past. I had probably done maybe three or four dungeons in the Dark World a couple times, but never got all the way through. I even still had like nostalgia for it or like that, like a warm feeling of familiarity. Uh, Yeah. Um, Speaking of, so I feel like we did a good job of hitting maybe the broad strokes, Zer. Anything you feel like we should hit on before we just talk about our personal experience? One thing this game has more that Link to the Past has is more lore, kind of more plot dumps thrown at you. Link to the Past is kind of light on story. And I think a lot of the games at the time were that way. You're kind of piecing things together as you played. This one in the Hyrule Castle, there's these paintings that explain like the history of Hyrule. Oh, yeah. Um, Impa Impa is a character in this game, like a a version of Impa. Mm -hmm. We don't get Impa in in Link to the Past. Um, So there's a little more things tied in. And then uh, even the big reveal of of Low Rule and and those characters um, added a twist ending to this game, which was really cool. Not a lot of Zeldas do that. So there's a lot of cool story beats in this game that are kind of overlooked and I think underappreciated for a mainline Zelda series that takes a few risks. Definitely. I think, I mean, having replayed the game, man, that story and that connection to Low Rule and Hilda um, and the, the things she's doing, uh, were, man, I really appreciated it even more this time. Um, and it totally flips the archetypes on its head because Ravio doesn't act like Link. He's kind of no. selfish. He's kind of dece- deceiving. Mm-hmm. He's almost like a darker version of Link that's like, that failed and also is like trying to make up for it, but he does make up for it. Yeah. Um, you have Hilda who is, doesn't seem like Zelda. She's a little bit more like aggressive, a little more like desperate because mm-hmm. they're, they're in trouble. Like their backs are against the wall. Yeah. Um, with the Yuga thing. And then Yuga who, who fuses with Ganon is like, it's, it's a unique take on Ganon. We'd get Ganon in this game, but we get a psycho villain who's like willing to go beyond to a new length and basically fuse with, Ganon. So, so I think those elements are we haven't seen that in Zelda up to, up to this point, like a twist ending and parallel versions, like variants of these characters that that really uh, show a different side to them. So, it makes yeah. you think like, does Link does Link have that deep down, like this this like personality trait deep down, and he just is good at overcoming it? That's such a great question. It almost it does sort of pose like the question of is this just circumstance that it wasn't high rule that went through this it was low rule yeah. like could this have flipped it's um sort of humanizing too and for in both like it it brings upon a lot of sadness but also a lot of uh i guess hope too that yeah. you're you're capable of both definitely gets into some in not in in not necessarily super overt ways gets into some really interesting questions just about like you know, morality in, in general. Uh, yeah. So that's that's so awesome. Um, leading into our personal experience, I actually remember um, texting with you way back when we first played this game because yep. you had finished it before me, 
And I remember you were asking me once I finished it, you're like, did you see the twist coming? And I was like, I didn't see it coming. It was so great. <laughs> um, and, and now, you know, of course you played a second, I played it a second time and yeah. it's like, oh, you, you see all the writing on the wall, but it's cause you, you know, hindsight's 2020, but, um, what, but I just remember that first experience being so much fun and I could almost not even put it down. Um, do you remember how, is this a game you picked up? Was this a Christmas gift for you that year? Do you remember? I remember exactly when I got this game and it was, I was going to my cousin's wedding in, um, North Bay. So like the Santa Rosa area, California. And we were, my, my family drove us, my parents drove us. I had took my 3ds with me. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, Link Between Worlds is only 20 bucks right now. I'm going to buy this because I've always wanted wow. to play it. This is like 2015. So it's a few years after it had been released. Yeah. And um, I'm like, I've always wanted to play it. So I, I played it. I remember playing it in the car, loving it, uh, playing it for a long time at home. Just kind of, it was one of those games that kind of sucked me in. I was like, I got to, I just got to do nothing but play this. Yeah. Um, dating the episode, but kind of like how Metroid Dread was. It was like, <laughs> I got to just play this right now. <laughs> totally. So, um, Really, uh, that's that was my first experience, and then uh, I didn't touch it for a while. Then I revisited it recently, played it on hero mode, and I was like, "Man, this game's great! Like, it's so underappreciated." <laughs> it really is. Um, for me, I uh, you know remember hearing a lot about this game as it came out. It came out the year that I got my first version of a 3DS. Uh, I remember I, I can't honestly remember if it was like the the week of my birthday or what it was, but I think the day that Pokemon x and y came out for whatever reason that was the game uh that encouraged me to finally do it and get a get a 3ds so i went to this there's this GameStop on sunset in in hollywood and i picked up a the doorstop nintendo uh 2ds i'll even show mm-hmm. it to you right now because it's over here yep this That's one what i have yes dude such a great sturdy console um Man, I love this thing. All right. Uh, and I know there's been some, uh, you know, a lot of disturbances between low rule and high rule as as I've been talking to Eddie. So uh, forgive me if this wasn't a perfect transition back. Um, but I believe I was talking about, you know, me first getting the, the 2DS doorstop, Pokemon X and Y. And then that was the same year that Link Between Worlds came out. I got it for Christmas. And I remember... Uh, I visited my family in St. Louis that break. I think it was it was the first year out of college, um, and I remember I remember playing this game on the plane and just it, you always know like a game is good when like you're not bothered by the plane ride or right. worried about it. You're just like this game's yeah. so awesome. This is all I want to do. And the pilots like we are now beginning our descent into St. Louis, and you're like what Re- already? What? No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in the middle of a dungeon, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I remember that. I, I have like distinct memories being in my first apartment uh, in LA and playing it uh, and just just loving this game. This game does a really good job of uh, of you know of not only just being fun and engaging, but I don't feel like there are too many moments that really stop your momentum. Um, or I just maybe had an easier time with it uh, than others. It's it's definitely an easier game than a link to the past but uh and it's more accessible but it's probably just because it's a modern more modern game than right an older one um i would agree with that i do remember my my experience with this was uh once i learned you can do go wherever you want my first place i went to was turtle rock 
because yes. I'm like this as a kid, like you can't get to Turtle Rock until you were disciplined enough to play the entire Link to the Past. And now I could just get what items I need and go to Turtle Rock. Like it was so exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. Just to have that power to be able to just jump over there. That right. is certainly really cool. Uh, yeah, that was one of the more – I didn't even know at the time if that, that that was something I wanted or was like would even like out of a game. Probably because I had uh, – like I was more of a casual gamer when this came out and I first played it. But now I just yeah. love that element of it. Just the as we've mm-hmm. sort of talked about a bunch on this episode so far, is the ability to play it how you want. Uh, Eddie, um, for you, what are is there maybe hit me with like a highlight from this game that sticks out to you? Whether it's like a moment or the gameplay or something that yeah. you really enjoy. As I play more and more games, I find myself really appreciating video games that don't hold your hand and have a three hour tutorial to start the game. They yeah. throw you in there and you learn and it's intuitive and fun. So the first time you become a painting and you have to get out of the dungeon and there's walls that are connecting, there's certain areas you can go. You maybe notice some spots that you can get to once you be- can have the painting ability. It feels great and it's really well done. I remember um, there's like a cinematic scene of Link in painting form on the wall and he like looks down like you see his eyes yes. move, and he looks down at his wrist and he sees that it's like reacting to the whatever what like the 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 bracelet whatever it was that yeah the bracelet and he's able to get out of the wall and, and be himself again but then you could go back and forth and it was just a really creative unique way to introduce that mechanic but this every great zelda introduces something new and it feels great and intuitive and it adds to the series this game did that really well and that specific moment i'll never forget because i knew like you know, you see the trailers, you hear about the game, you know that this is an ability you get. But when it finally happens, it just works really well, and then it feels good. And you're like, oh, now I get to do this everywhere. And it's really fun. Absolutely. Uh, it it comes at the point of the game where it also uh, finally starts to, like, strong or uh, in a significant way, stray from the Link to the Past. Um, yeah maybe the path of that game, which is right. after you get your first three pendants uh, and you go to, uh, you know, fight Yuga and, you know, theoretically save Zelda after and Ravio, you thankfully, you don't even know, maybe you don't even clock it, but you've got Ravio's bracelet on you. Um, right. And yeah, it's at that point where, you know, you've probably seen all this advertising for this thing uh, and this, and this ability. And it finally, become something that you can do and that's when the game really opens up and right gosh is was it just like so much fun to actually engage with uh yeah totally yeah dude this what i also like about that ability you were talking about it in the context of like i mean every like you said every zelda game's got its little thing in uh twilight princess it's the wolf it's wolf link um in Wind Waker, it's the boat and sailing on the ocean. Uh, wind, wind direction, yeah. Yeah. Um, they've all got their, well, many of them have like a distinct element like that. And this one is really cool because it's one of those that is, you can implement in gameplay in really creative ways, but it's also your way of traveling to and from the other world. Uh, right. Which is just so cool finding a new crack in the wall and just like yep. going through it and wondering where you're going to end up. Yeah, you know it. Um, Find, looking for those cracks, baby. Dude, I'm always looking for those cracks, dude. <laughs> uh, butt cracks. 
well, this isn't a Mario game. No plumber's cracks uh, in this one. Um, yeah. But uh, as someone, I kind of want to know from you, as someone who loves A Link to the Past, um, what did those such heavy memories and familiarity with the game, how did that, I guess, influence your experience with this one? I would say that Link to the Past, as a young, impressionable child, um, really, really impacted me in a creative way where it was a unique world that I got to explore. And even though I died a lot, I was so fascinated by the colors, the gameplay, the music, the how it felt good to play. And this game did a good job capturing that again. It just feels good. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something that's hard to really convey with a video game. Um, one of the reasons I love Hollow Knight so much is because it feels great. Uh, Metroid Dread, it just feels great. I'm, I'm drawn to these games, and if, it, if there's something off about it, I, I, I don't love it as much. Yeah. Uh, and this game captured that. I think it was the top-down perspective. I think it's the the memories of the map kind of just being ingrained in my brain yeah. and seeing them in a new form. And it's almost it's like you're revisiting, but you're not because this game is its own thing with its own characters and its own story, but is also like really unique callbacks to the to the link to the past. So I think that kind of just brain connection, right? It's kind of like when you watch a, a remake of like a movie that you love and, yeah. and you're like, this isn't the same. It's its own thing, but it's still really great. And 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 those those little things that are in your mind are like reactivated it makes you love something that much more it's like a pop culture reference in a lot of ways in certain shows yeah it feels and it feels like there's so much of that uh that feeling in this game especially now having finished i've actually finished this and a link to the past the same amount of times twice each and during this replay as i was telling you off mic i was playing a link to the past on cartridge the on the super nintendo because i wanted i was like if i'm gonna own this game on cart i gotta play it once at least the the real way uh and just justify that purchase um but i (laughs) simultaneously played a link between worlds on the 3ds that was like my handheld experience and dude uh what that was so cool to actually do at the same time and and as i also told you it sort of tripped me up a few moments like um in a link to the past and this game, there's a certain bridge you can go under, and someone I think I know in a link to the past they give you a bottle, but in this yep. game, like they might give you the same thing. But I had done that in a link between worlds and not a link to the past, but I knew I had like a missing bottle. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, what the heck? Yeah, so it tripped me up there. But other than me just not remembering which game I was playing when that happened, right. that was really fun. And really cool, and I don't know if a lot of, even though so many, almost every Zelda game takes place in Hyrule, I don't know right. if any, like a game could sort of pull this off again. Um, but, which actually is brings up an interesting speculation, which is Breath of the Wild, sequ- the sequel to Breath of the Wild, like, yeah, I mean, there obviously we've seen a lot of like Sky stuff, but I assume we're going to be on ground too, it's hard to say. It wouldn't be too out of the question with Zelda. They've they've done this many times. Even in Wind Waker, we have Hyrule that's wa- sealed away. Yes, it's it exists in a different reality in a sense, but it's still there. Yeah, uh, there's always like Zelda's never been afraid to say there's a dark realm and a light realm. And Definitely. I mean, where where are these dark forces coming from? They're coming from somewhere. 
So yeah. <laughs> it's like it's it's not. I don't think it's. It'd be super crazy to see that. I would love to see that more for Zelda, just because it keeps things interesting and keeps things fresh. So yeah. But th- that's what I like about this game so much. They introduce a lot of new concepts, but they all they all hit. Like it works really well in this, and it's not just a simple remake or a simple sequel to Link to the Past. It's it's its own game with huge influence from the, one of the best games ever. So yeah, it's great. I think um, something you were. Uh, sort of around an idea you were around there we've I mean, we've talked about low rule and hilda sure. and Rabiel yeah, yeah. A, a bunch but i think that is almost what makes this one of the more interesting uh and relatable games is that i mean yeah yuga's evil but this is all stemming from uh hilda's um desire to get there to get low rule back at all costs um yeah so it's almost like you know, not necess- it's not Zelda who is the villain of this game, but a version of Zelda is, and mm-hmm. we hadn't seen that before, and right. I just still think it makes it all the more powerful. We don't see Zelda, or Link for that matter, ever get to that point where their backs are against the wall and they're fighting back like a dog, like that's cornered, you know? Yeah. Um, Link saves the day. Ganon doesn't isn't successful. He gets sealed away. Mm-hmm. We don't see the kingdom. We we see the kingdom get taken over, but we don't see Zelda ever like re- resort to. I'm gonna take over this other kingdom because that's I I'm so desperate. Yeah. Um. So most of the time she's not really in the picture. <laughs> like these totally. games find a way to like not have her involved. Um. So that that's that's an interesting thing. And then also mm-hmm. just the Link's character. We don't get a lot of personality from Link in a lot of these games. Except for Wind Waker, I think it's the most personality Link we get, which so is why good. I love him so much. But also and he's just an everyday kid. But in this in this Zelda, we kind of get a little bit of that as well in, in Link Between Worlds. I mean, this this Zelda is helps out a blacksmith. He has a best friend who's like the blacksmith's son. Yeah. Correct? And it's just like there's like these cool little things that make the world feel a little more alive than other Zelda titles. Definitely. They they other more than other title other zelda titles and they even find like little ways to improve on the first game which you could say which is a masterpiece and right like i could i would hear argue i could definitely hear an argument for it being like uh essentially a perfect game it's phenomenal um right holds up as well as just about any game in the series so yeah they it's really great not only did they like make their own phenomenal version of of a zelda game but they really cleaned up a lot of little things that like when I played a link to the past this year, a lot of the lore is really like generic, like the seven right. maidens and the evil realm. And yeah. it, which is fine. It's the third Zelda game. Like I am not going to mm. have issue with it, but I do like that. They took the opportunity to flesh it out. Like you said a little yeah. better. And there's no way they had the timeline ready to go when link to the past came out. In oh no. They're, 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 there's no way they were even thinking about that. Like they're, and, and they're they're still they're probably more than anything just trying to get the game functional <laughs> on a totally. new system and out and turn out to be great. But like you said, there's there's a lot of these hidden things that they were able to improve upon in other games. Like Kakariko Village comes back in Ocarina of Time. Mm. Um, Ganon, like in his beast form, returns in different, <laughs> in different ways. Yeah, uh, but also Ganondorf adds a whole new element, which Ocarina. Did. It's like Ocarina. They were like, okay. Let's let's take this concept and make it a little more cinematic with some elements storytelling wise. But that's why like Link Link Between Worlds couldn't come out and be like Link to the Past from a storytelling standpoint. They had to have these elements in just totally. based on where the series was at. I just think it, they do a really good job tying it all in with it. I think they I think it's pretty seamless and doesn't feel forced. I agree. It, and like almost 
for for my money, some of the best job of that in any game of this series, especially now that we're aware of the timeline that Nintendo is, you know, done retroactively. Sometimes things feel a little forced like that, but it's never. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever think it's terrible, but this version, the way they implement this game into it, is fantastic. Um, totally. Uh, we're we're. I'm I'm a little jumbled on how much time we have, just because uh, there's been some uh, disturbances with the Triforce on this episode. It's Ravio, man, Ravio just causing tra- trauma oh. in your house. Oh, Ravio, he's he's selling he's selling your stuff to Luigi for like fifty <laughs> rupees. <laughs> Luigi's running around with a sand rod. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gosh, uh, a couple, like maybe, I'll I'll share one more thing that I want to just briefly discuss. Yeah. Um, and if you have something, um, that that would be great too. Otherwise, we can wrap it up because I know we're getting close on time. Uh, I'll just say them both at the same time. Two things I love about this game. Of course, we talked about the ability to buy or rent. Any item at almost any time. There's a couple they do hold back until the second half of the game. That's right. fine. Totally cool. Um, but I think the the that implementation to be able to have that agency, but also like I love the dungeons and the bosses in this game. I think yeah. they're some of the most fun I've ever had. And I always know that like even if I don't know the solution, more than some Zelda games – it's so fun to engage and try to try to figure out. Um, how do you feel about the maybe the dungeons and the bosses? It's great. I mean, Link to the Past has really good dungeons as well, so they had to get that so right. Good. And it's it's fun to to hit them however you want to hit them. Um, the bosses the bosses are variations of Link to the Past in some ways. Some of them are homages or references yeah. back to, which is really cool. And um, the last boss, the the last Yuga slash Ganon fight where you have to shoot an arrow, a light arrow on the wall and like it travels around in a circle. That was such a unique, cool idea for them to do. And and they don't blatantly tell you what to do. You need to figure it out. But if you played the game up to this point, you know, oh, I can, I I have to use this ability to my advantage. So that was super well done. It was. I mean, like the, the way that they, in several of these boss fights, implement the wall what I don't even know the wall sticking ability yeah. what if, the wall merging maybe that's merge, probably actually yeah, yeah, I think yeah. merge is the word they use the way they do that in several of these fights are so impressive that one is probably the most satisfying since it's at the end of the game and seeing the light arrow just go across the room mm-hmm. and the is, camera follows it oh it's so it's cool super cool yeah yeah. Another boss that sticks out to me because of that merging ability is the there's a big Stalfos you fight with a shield um, yeah and you and but then they a lot of these bosses also have different waves uh yeah. that are really satisfying um and challenging but so much dang fun yeah it's totally. gosh i just i could go down the list of them uh but i those were it's always nice to get to the end of a dungeon and have a boss that's not too easy or not frustrating but it's like I'm gonna kind of like a good Metroid boss that we've seen yeah. in these last few games. Is oh, like, totally. Like they're co- almost puzzles in themselves. Um, yeah, yeah. And that, that's a that's a mark of a good Zelda boss. It's it has to have some kind of element to it. Sometimes Zelda bosses can become stale. It's like use the item you found in the dungeon. Other times it's like think think through this and then plan your attack strategy. Definitely. Um, and I love the I love that item usage in these games, but it can get like you said get a little stale. At times right um right well dude as we sort of wrap up our first uh portion of this podcast 
uh, is there anything you didn't get to say about this game that you wanted to before? Uh, I, I, I good news. I gathered the three pendants, and I'm going to go to Great. Uh, the Hyrule Castle. But I did want to leave that open for you. I gushed a lot about how much I love this game, but my only gripe in this game is the art style, which sounds kind of weird. But I'm the characters, actually there. I'm with you, dude. Yeah, they kind of look like Keebler elves, and I can't get it out of my mind when I play it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They kind of <laughs> yes! have this, like, it, it's it's a very specific aesthetic that's unique to this one Zelda, and it just doesn't totally work in some aspects. Yeah. Um, but that's just that's just a personal preference, but that's my one gripe of the game. If it had, like, if it had, like, Toon Link or, like, a Wind Waker... Mm. Or even uh, Link's Awakening, the new one, if it looked like that, I'd yeah. probably have it higher. But it's just that, that's a one little like gripe I have with the game, which is not a deal breaker. I'll still play it and love it. But, you know, I'm with you. The the same it's like the same style they use for Triforce Heroes, which I also I've never yeah. played that game. Yeah, I also am not like I don't hate it, but I'm not hot on it by any means. I don't. It's just right. almost a little generic feeling for me, but I'm sure some feel otherwise. Well, dude. Thank you for joining me uh, for this first portion of this uh, Link Between Worlds episode. Would you like to plug anything uh, before you go in or like shout out anything? Sure. You can catch me at uh, on Twitch at normcore underscore gaming. That's my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash normcore underscore gaming. I'm on the Twitters at normcore gaming. Uh, also, uh, me personally, normcore underscore Eddie. So, hey, love, just love video games. Love everything about it. Love talking about stories themes i think it brings people together and that's the coolest thing about him absolutely well dude thank you again um and i'm glad you're here to see me off as i as i head up to hyrule castle i'm sure nothing bad is gonna happen uh with these uh with with yuga up there it'll go seamlessly um yeah make sure you dodge dodge kukos along the way oh i will and uh here (laughs) i go all right see ya Whoa, where am I? This isn't Hyrule, but it sure looks a lot like Hyrule. What the heck is going on here? This must be that place low rule that I've heard a lot about. The opposite of Hyrule. It's like the other side of the coin, where everything its like shaped the same, but it's like not the same. Okay, I'm strolling into Kakariko Village over here. Oh, what the heck? Who's this? There's like a, a masked person over here. Excuse me. You you must be the masked village elder in Kakariko Village, a character everyone certainly remembers. Um, what's going on here? I, I feel... Uh, am I going to be okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every, everything's fine. This is a, what, a, no, this is a normal... This is normal for for me, so I don't know. If you think it's weird, this, oh. is how, this is how I normally perceive the world. Okay. You know, it's weird because, like, I've been here, but, like, in another mm-hmm. place. Like, you, you, you know what other dimensions are or stuff like that? Are you familiar with the concept of alternate universes? I, I, I'm familiar with the concept. I can't say that I've uh, experienced that myself, you know. I, I'm just but a simple masked villager. 
that is uh, well remembered by all. And you know, so I can only course, speak to the experiences that that I've had. Okay, so you you've not had one of these phenomenon enter your life or happen to you, but you seem you seem like you're with it. Like you've been reading all the books and. And that's about all you got as far as entertainment all, goes. Yeah, all the books, every single. I can't get my hands off of them when I once I get a new one. I'm like, hey, give me that book. And uh, but yeah, I, I mean, look, I'm open to the concept of okay. uh, you know multi dimensional uh, you know uh, traversal. But okay, as far as my lived experience, no. Mm. But I, I, you know, just because it hasn't happened to me doesn't mean it's impossible. You sure are an understanding, open type of person. I really appreciate that. Uh, and in fact, you kind of remind me of somebody that I know. I know. Uh, so my name's Link, but I also go by Connor. And you sure look like. You know, why don't you take that mask off? Okay. Oh, sure. Uh, if yeah, if that's absolutely. not a part of your face. Um, no, it's not. This is you. You guessed correctly. This was this was fake. It's a fake face. No wonder. I should have yeah. seen the writing on the wall. That mask said Weezer all over it. It's my good friend, Matt Apodaca. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Connor. Did you see it now? I know my hair's a little longer. I'm wearing, wearing this hot green outfit, but it's yeah. me. I'm not used to you as blonde. You Blonde, it's a good It's a good look. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I know normally my, my strawberry brownish blonde hair is uh it's just what you're used to so thank you i appreciate that well dude it's so good to see you um you know while we're here in kakariko village in low rule uh which maybe even have a different name is but i don't know what it is off the top of my head uh yeah it definitely does have a different name probably like thieves area or bandit space it is something like that it's it is like thieves Thieves something. And I think the dungeon is Thieves Hideout or something like that. Well, either way, dude, so good to see you. Uh, Good to see you, man. Why don't we talk a little bit about uh, The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds. You are, of course, one of the three pieces to this puzzle. Um, Yeah. The three, uh, it took me until this time recording this part to think of it, but the three ghosts of Hyrule past, present, and future that I guess oh. I'm talking to. Yeah. Even though I've labeled you all as characters that are actually in the game. Um, <laughs> let's get into it a little bit. And I want to start off with uh, with this portion of the episode, talking about some history and context. How does that sound to you? I I love that. I, I you know, I love history. Because, uh, you know, you have it. to, lest you be doomed to repeat it. Um, and... I so I like that, and I also I love context. Wow! And I do. That sounded sarcastic, but I appreciate to be. I appreciate being in the know and being aware yes. of what's going on. You did. You spelled it out in a way that was yeah. leading us down a road that you were going to pull the rug out. But I'm glad yeah. to hear that you're into it. So let's get into it. Um, in late 2009, following mm-hmm. the completion of The Legend of Zelda: Spirit Tracks for the Nintendo DS, which have you? played that one i've only ever like turned it on i don't i've probably turned it on Mm -hmm. but i don't think i've ever played it the only i i've i've played very few zelda games in my life and that's something that we could certainly unpack more later but the only my first zelda game ever was uh the phantom hourglass for the nintendo ds 
And then I didn't play another one until Breath of the Wild. And then after I finished Breath of the Wild, after attempting to play it twice before uh, <laughs> and not really getting into it, um, I, I finished Breath of the Wild, and then I immediately followed that up with Link's Awakening, which I absolutely loved as well for the Switch. That's um, right. So this is... So between Link, a Link Between Worlds is my fourth Zelda game ever. Gotcha. So, man, yes. a lot of the... The top-down Zeldas, that's the majority of your experience as opposed yeah. to the 3D third-person action-adventure ones. Yeah, and I got, well, you know what? I started Skyward Sword also oh, okay. for Switch. And I honestly have really enjoyed that. I've not gotten very far into it. I think I'm probably at, like, the first dungeon or something. Sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, on paper, I really like I like Zelda, and I like to play more of them. Um, well, if it's on yeah, paper, is, my friend, I'm going to take that to the bank. Uh, uh, and I yeah. love that. Cash that check, babe. So you played the one before Spirit Tracks, but once they finished that game in 2009, the majority of its development team were assigned to work on Skyward Sword, another game we just referenced, for yeah. the Wii. However, three members of the Spirit Tracks team began working on a new handheld title in the Zelda series for the upcoming Nintendo 3DS console, which would eventually come out in 2011, the same year as Skyward Sword. Um, two of the three members working on this new game were Hiromasa Shikata and Shiromori. During this early phase, they had not considered developing a sequel to The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past, of which this game is. Mm -hmm. uh, instead, they were building a new game around the theme of communication, is what it said, which I... I'm wondering if it had to do with like the th the DS, uh, maybe its communication capabilities. Yeah, and something they maybe planned for the 3DS or Street Pass or a Swap group note, game. Picto chat, L like name a better uh, mode of communication. I'll yeah. wait. <laughs> uh, while you're saying that too, I also I I should mention, and this is gonna make people mad. Because I I had a I had a regular well I had the I have the launch DS I got the I also then got the DS Lite after when that Ooh. came out and then I traded that in and I wish I didn't I wish I would have just saved up instead for the 3DS but I traded the Cobalt Blue um, DS Lite for the Ocarina of Time Nintendo 3DS and oh. I also played o Ocarina of Time but I don't believe i i didn't finish it sure interesting wow what yeah. a journey um so i've played some but not a lot very cool yeah i i'm i'm interested to see what this would be i think there's eventually a game did come along on the 3ds mm -hmm. a zelda game called triforce heroes which communication is it's a multiplayer game it's a huge yeah. part of that um so maybe that's eventually what they would get to but Around six months into the project, they presented this concept for the game to uh, Shijiro Miyamoto, who called mm -hmm. the idea outdated. So he wasn't happy with it. That's sort of something that you might know can happen when, I guess, you walk into a pitch meeting with yeah. Miyamoto, is he could ax it. Um, so, And you know what? You got to listen to him. Yeah, because you don't have a choice. And also, he's made a lot of good choices, but who knows? Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, eventually they, they worked on retooling the concept, and Shikata 
proposed the idea of Link having the ability to enter and merge onto walls, which would, of course, become the entire the basis for the, the gimmick in this game, the, the cool thing, the new thing they introduced to, to hook you. Um, so uh, they created a prototype, and to, to work on this feature... Um, Link was able to transform from a 3D character to a 2D character by entering these walls. Um, and then, you know, of course, go around corners and do all sorts of things. Um, and it, yeah, it opened up possibility for a lot of the new mechanics. Um, they uh, they also ended up, of course, you know, redesigning Link and the world and not using the same Link um, from Spirit Tracks, the Toon Link style uh, version of the character we all know. Um, and then, yeah, it was sort of off to the races after that. They, ev- they eventually, um, you know, really went to town on this idea. Yeah. I uh, like, I mean, you spoke of the character design. I like, I like the way Link looks in this and I like flat Link. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, flat Link is, is great. And flat Link definitely looks like, I mean, that it just to me looks like Wind Waker Link. Yeah. I, I mean... I, I know that people are have their allegiances. Yes. Right to to certain Zelda, you know, Link looks. Um, and I don't know. I I guess what I'm saying is I don't have a preferred Link. Uh, I like I like the way Link looks. Matt, in- Matt doesn't pick sides. No. No. Matt, yeah. I'm a Link. Both sides are wrong, sure. says yeah. Matt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like I I don't know. To me, to me, it's not so much about because every every game has an art style and like an art you know has a choice, mm-hmm. um, has an artistic choice. Uh, but it's it's more like with the, I don't know with this I, I I I sort of just I'm like it works for this I whatever link is what whatever however link is presented that's the link that I get and that's good. I, I'm I'm happy to play link. I love that. It's great to hear too, because that is actually one of the aspects of this game, if, if not the aspect that is most frequently criticized, is the art yeah. style, and specifically, I think the character models, links in particular. So mm-hmm. that's really good to get one in the bucket for uh, for for that, because uh, yeah. every vote counts, Matt. So thank you for doing your. I part. you know what, and we're not stay in line. Stay in line. Vote. Stay um, in line. That is that is great to hear. Now, originally, this game did not start out as a sequel and a, and an homage to A Link to the Past. This was something that was eventually also suggested uh, by Miyamoto, which I think, if I were on the development team for whatever, I mean, unless like we were really struggling with a with like a story or a concept or how to use this idea, this wall merging idea. Then I might be like, oh, great. They gave us an out. Let's make a Link to the Past sequel. But if I wasn't, I may have been like, Does, is this guy really going to come in and just suggest the most popular Zelda game of all time for us yeah. to build this on? Sure. But, you know, long story short, it worked out incredibly well. Um, and uh, there were also a little bit of interesting nuggets, too, before they ended up landing on the Link to the Past uh, concept or the the sequel idea. And that is, there's. This is a fun thing that's happened in a lot of the series. There is an aspect that we would eventually see in Breath of the Wild, and that is 
they had the idea to create 50 or more small dungeons that would utilize this wall entering mechanic. So in, of course, in Breath of the Wild, there are 120 shrines or like mini yeah. dungeons to enter. So it's really cool to see like they, Nintendo, uh, like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of companies, they eventually use all of their good ideas or yes. they find a way to use an idea and then it's good. Kind of like this. Yeah, they're probably like, we don't, this is this is a good idea, tougher to implement on the hardware we're trying to use it for. Let's let's save this for down the road. And it paid off because like those shrines, those shrines are so fun. Yeah. Except Gosh, the ones that are those. like too hard. There are a few that I have entered and not been successful in. Yeah. Any of them that are like the extreme fight ones where it's like those, oh yeah those suckers in there the like test like, of strength yeah, yeah. To, yeah look i'm just here to have a good time. i'm just trying to get the ball in a weird spot yes yeah let's make some weird momentum happen let's play with the physics uh, yeah yeah the, the ones that play with the physics are, are are the most fun but they're not in this so i really i won't even talk about them anymore hey that's okay uh they're but, not even in this hey you know what we had to mention them we, we brought up the concept but yeah it was, it's cool to see them pocket that idea uh and and store that for later um the team also eventually when you know getting into the technical design part of it uh considered retooling a lot of the game this is something that we talked about in part one um or not necessarily the game but uh, the zelda formula Mm -hmm. oftentimes you know there is a specific order in which you do every dungeon and that you get every item and then you need all of these things for this game turns that on its head for the first time in the series. And they were playing around with it and eventually decided it was a good idea. And instead of, at least in the second half of the game, doing the dungeons in an order, you can do them in any order as long as you've got, you know, you've rented or bought the items from Ravio that yes. you need. And man, I can't wait to really talk about Ravio. What a guy. I, I think. You know, I I think he's a bit of a scam artist. <laughs> yes. This guy. And I don't think I don't think his business is on the up and up in the way that he presents it. He's really like, "Hey, I'm offering you a really good deal here. You can buy these bombs for 800 rupees?" <laughs> That's almost of my wallet, sir. That's highway robbery. What are you talking for for one of these items? I don't know. I, because you know you can rupees. I will say, my experience getting rupees in this game is uh, there's a lot more of them around. It seems like you know you can really rank them up and like you know or you know rack them up rather. Oh, and yeah. um, have a nice have a nice little piggy bank in your in your little pouch. But I I still am like, can you buy every can, can like in a in a single playthrough? Can you? actually buy every item without grinding for oh, um rupees with, probably not not without grinding or fa- yeah. finding the like silver rupees or yeah. the even higher ones i yeah which yeah that get that, that price will get up there because like i was gear. even like when i would find the the sort of like mini dungeons with um with just a rupee reward yeah i would be like well i'm gonna try to do this because i gotta buy some of this stuff totally because but i was also you know i feel like i was doing pretty good i don't know if this game is maybe a little easier than some zelda games but i found this game 
to be like pretty like fairly e- on the easier side honestly i didn't die nearly as much as i did in any zelda game i've ever played before like i was actually really surprised i'd go through a couple of dungeons without dying yeah like, just like without ever dying that's pretty um, much the consensus is that yeah. this is on the easier side for sure um which I don't hate either. No. Um, and there's I'm not also trying to have a bad time. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a hero mode as well that you can engage with. I think after you beat the game. Okay. Um, so that it makes so so like no, you don't find hearts on the map. It's just you have to use potions to heal oh, wow. every time. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they I I do like the I I looked at my playthrough from the first time I played it versus this one. And I did die once in this in this uh, this time because it has a death counter for you. I died one oh, time, yeah. but the first time I played it, I guess I never died. Wow! Oh, wait, you know what? I am f- telling a fib here. I'm talking about. I'm out of here. Oh no! Don't go! Don't go! <laughs> uh, I'm talking about Link's Awakening on the Switch. I lied. Okay. Um, because I did replay that this year too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I want to get into a little bit of the uh release and reception and then we can talk about your just get into your experience with it for maybe 20 minutes or so yeah um as i maybe even have said on the other part of the show the first part um this game um was incredibly well received after being uh announced in a 2013 nintendo direct presentation one of the early directs wow Uh, like a proto direct sort of like like getting getting in there on the ground floor yeah, and you and I weren't doing a stream for this one. This was way back in the day. Uh, I was probably worried about finals. Oh, I was probably worrying about where I was going to get my next, uh, I don't know, what do babies eat? Milk? Where I was going to get my next milk? Where I was going to get my next milk? Babies so are always eating milk. <laughs> They're just eating solid milk. Um, <laughs> the game was described by Nintendo as a successor to Link to the Past, set within the world but featuring new mechanics, dungeons, and an original story. Uh, shortly after the presentation, Nintendo released a gameplay video on the Nintendo eShop, and later in June, at E3 2013, the English title for the game was revealed as The Legend of Zelda, A Link Between Worlds, and in Japan, it was titled The Legend of Zelda, Triforce of the Gods 2, with Triforce of the Gods 1 being uh, the Japanese translation for A Link to the Past. Wow. Um um a link between worlds was released in europe and north america on november 22nd 2013 and in australia the following day and later in japan on december 26 2013 very they unusual. got it late isn't that so surprising because now they don't do that now it's like worldwide release same time pretty much yeah i wonder if this has to do with the uh developer uh i believe it is uh I want to say, what's the, what's, is it just Nintendo? I think I was about to mix up some of the people who worked on the remakes. Um, mm-hmm. And I was. Uh, but I, it's curious, a whole month. I mean, it came out the day after Christmas in Japan. Yeah. And yeah, that's like, that's a little too late for Santa. Yeah. You can't so do anything about it at that point. He's not a time traveler. He's a, no. he's a gift giver. Um, yeah. The, uh, you can get an IOU probably, but not the, uh, Opening of, an IOU on Christmas Day. Oh, oh boy. All those poor Japanese Zelda fans. They don't yeah. deserve that. Santa, how could you? Yeah, it's Santa Santa's fault. Had now. a big yeah, you know, 
not to necessarily assign blame, but you know. No, we're Santa's, turning it on Santa. Santa's Santa's at fault here. Um, the European version of the game contained a few a reversible cover sleeve, and the inside cover featured multicolored art. And the outside, with featuring the gold hued version, which we have in the U.S. Um, yeah, and this game was, of course, just incredibly well received. Uh, it sold, it received incredibly high scores, all just about all over the place. It's a ninety-one out of a hundred on Metacritic. Wow. Uh, got a ten out of ten from Game Informer. Uh, and a 9.4 from IGN. And how many copies did this game sell? I want to say it's about... At least two. At we least two copies, because we got a couple of people here who played it. Yeah. Um, I want to say it's something along the lines of... Uh, let's see, I can probably find if I just scroll up a little bit. Um, nope. No information there. <laughs> I want to say it's about like three to four million. Uh, yeah, I would assume quite high as well, because... This is like, I mean, the 3DS, you could buy games digitally on it. Yes. Whereas, like, the previous DS, you could not. So, I think that's, maybe on the DSi. Yeah, I think so. The one that was like, maybe you could do it on there. But this was, like, the first time, like, it was, like, in your pocket. And you could, like, oh, I'll just connect to the internet and buy this game if, if I wanted a mm-hmm. digital copy of it. Yeah. So, I... It and it's all it's it's a Zelda game, so an original Zelda game. So I'm sure it was one of the best selling games on the console. Yeah. Um, all right, that's really all I had to share for the history and context. I want to give a little bit of that for the listener today. You gotta, um, you you just gotta. But Matt, so many podcasts go go on and on, and people are listening. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't got any context for this. What is? What? Who even are you? What is this? <laughs> they didn't say. What am I listening up top. to? Yeah. <laughs> well, thankfully, we avoided that today. And Matt, I want to get into, you know, about 20 minutes of your personal experience with this yeah. game. Um, first time playing it this year, correct? Yes, I had not. So my my younger brother is like, he's, a, he's I don't know, he plays, he plays video games in a way that I'm just like, I don't even understand how you could play this many games. Like I see <laughs> on Switch how many hours he's put in some games. And I'm just like, there's not enough hours in my life. Yeah. I'm actually to- looking at when this game was released and yeah. you've put in more hours since it's been released. This is impossible. Yeah. I'm like, how did, how is that possible? Um, but he had this. And so I borrowed it from him. Uh, it looked like he had done hero mode as well. Ooh. Um, and it only had three save files, so I had to be like, one of these got to go. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was like, he hadn't touched it in a long time, so I was like, okay, it looked like you started one and didn't get very far, so this one, this one's gone. This one's out of here. Nice. Um, but so, sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had not played it before. I I don't know. It's Like I was saying earlier that like my first was Phantom Hourglass, but I, th- I don't know. I never... We weren't like a real like Nintendo house. I was a Nintendo handheld house, I guess, yeah. right? So I I just didn't play. Zelda was just not on my radar because I wasn't like a Nintendo kid. I knew Mario. You were um, cool, dude. Oh, yeah. I was like pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but I just wasn't, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to anything uh, Zelda. But when that game came out, the, the DS at the time to me was like unbelievable just because like 
just like I mean the two screens, the touch, being able to like blow into the microphone. I was like, this oh, game lead, seems like it bury the lead. Yeah, it seems it, like it seems fun and cool. I'm gonna get this, yeah. and this will be the first Zelda I play. Um, and I, I liked that game quite a bit. Uh, I like if you, I couldn't tell you anything about it now. It's been <laughs> it's been a bit fifteen years probably since yeah. I, which is crazy to think about with the with, in regards to the DS. Makes me feel um, sick. Yeah, it makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how dare it? It's not fair at all. But then, because I, I, yeah, I didn't have Nintendo 64, so I had no, like, reverence for, like, yeah. Ocarina of Time or anything like that. And I didn't have any friends uh, that were like, you got to check out Zelda. We were all, like, PlayStation kids and PlayStation 2 kids. Um, so we were just like, okay, well, that's just something I'm missing out on. Because at that time, I was like, you know, you were, like, you were lucky if you got, like, two new games a year mm-hmm. if that you know and yeah. my birthday is right before christmas so you had to really time it right with the with your ask um like okay like what's coming out like i had a subscription to uh electronic gaming monthly oh and i would so you know sometimes they would say like this game's coming out it's like okay if this game's coming out i could ask for this for my birthday but then this one i could ask for for christmas because it's out then yes or if i wait i can get both for these two for christmas or you know it was such a <laughs> it was it, a lot of mental gymnastics of which ones but this yeah so this game i was excited to to play it because well i hadn't ever played i've never played a link to the past either that's right so i was like that's interesting that it's a sequel i'd like to play that someday i'll play this one first nice um and that's what i did yeah i was like it's it's i it's the 3ds is so good it's great it's such a great little system. It's such a great little handheld. Um, I wish I had gotten the bigger one at some point. Oh, now my eyes, my peepers. I'm getting to the point where I gotta like, I'm like anything handheld now. I'm gonna have to pull out the old, the old specs. The old specs. Get yeah. a little better of a look at that. Those bad yeah. boys. That's just like how I'm realizing I'm starting. I'm I, the slow decline. Yeah. Is, is is starting sooner than I realize. I went to a concert last night and my ears were still ringing this afternoon. And I was like, you need your ears for your job. You should um, probably start wearing earplugs when you go to those things. Yeah. Um, it happens fast, dude. Yeah. So I got to start taking care of myself in that way. But with this, I was, I was having a great time. I was like, am I like really good at this game? Like what's going on? Um, Cause I was just like, like blasting through it. Yes. And then, you get to, uh, what do you call? What's the guy? The I, bad I, guy. Basically, yeah, the Yuga. bad guy, Yuga. And I'm like, this fucker's done. He's <laughs> toast. I he doesn't even know who he's up against. I'm surprised that I'm already at the end of this game. Yes. Uh, and then it's like, actually, you're absolutely not. And I was like, oh, I guess I hadn't been playing it for that long. Classic uh, Zelda. Yeah. Uh, Tricker, trickery, trickery, yeah, because you, you get the master sword, and that's typically something that like they save for like the end. In my in my mind, they're like, okay, you got the master sword, now you're ready to like really uh, go to go to town on these guys. And I'm like, All right, <laughs> let's go. And then it turns out that's the end of like Act One of the game, like yeah. where. So I was like, oh, there's more. And then when you get the 
the wall power, the wall, the, the merge, the, what is that? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think it's wall merging. Yeah. Um, then it becomes like a whole new, th- it becomes like a different game. Yeah. Um, because like, it's a very straightforward Zelda game in that first part of it. Um, there's like a dungeon. I guess I should have really known. They really tricked me. They there's only you. like one dungeon, but there's like a lot to that first part of it. Yeah. Um, and, but then you get to wall, you start wall merging and stuff, and then you get into to low rule, which is basically the upside down, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> where you live, the yes. uh, the masked elder. Yes, exactly. And it's like, I think that's such an interesting device because it allows like. One, it's like an interesting. It's interesting from like a development standpoint. Like they already made half of this. Yeah, they just got to make it look <laughs> shitty. Yeah, now you know. Uh, that, and that was their uh, their goal for designing Low World. They're just yeah. like, let's make it shitty. Yeah, let's make it like this place sucks. Um, it's all broken. And Bart stuff. Simpson would show up there and be like, "This sucks, man." Yeah, uh, and Homer would be like, "I'm not even gonna cur- like tell you not to say that." Yeah, because that's how bad it is. I'm not punishing you by taking you to church. No You're way. You're right about this. <laughs> um, for once, we agree, he would yes. say. <laughs> um, but it's that, to me, is an interesting device. And then also, like, kind of, kind of maybe not the most, like, accurate description of it, but, like, the open world element of it where you can sort of go in any direction you want, I think is is good for me as a player because as, as like somebody that's like newer to Zelda, mm-hmm. I need a little more like one. I, I like, I like, um, the like, I like knowing where I'm supposed to go. Oh, I like, okay. I like boundaries uh, to a certain de- degree, but I also am like, I need a little, I need a little bit. I need a, I need you to just be a little loose. Let's get a little loose here. Um, so like it tells you on the map where you can go, and I'm like that's helpful to me because I hate being lost. Sure, like yeah. that's one of the, I, I honestly like one of the pitfalls for me of like like your Metroidvania type games where I'm like okay, well like I'm back here again. Like where am I supposed to go? Yeah, or even in like Breath of the Wild, I was like this game is too big. There's too much. You can do too much in this. Yeah, there's like. And then you find new stuff that you hadn't done before. Like I remember, I saw when I saw a video that you could like buy a house in there. I was like, "Wait, what are you? What? Excuse me? You can do that?" And and I never even saw that. Like there, there's like <laughs> things in there. I spent like seventy hours in my life in that game. Yeah. And I there's stuff I didn't see. So like I like I like this as like a mid-sized sort of like experience like hey like here's where you're supposed to go but no pressure you can kind of go wherever you want and i don't know it just kind of makes it more fun because it's like everyone's play would be a little different too you know like oh i went to this i went to this i went to the skull or the swamp forest first and then i went to the the skull the skull one or something um and i you know back to Furio. This guy made me furious. Oh, you mean Ravio? Oh, Ravio. Yeah, <laughs> I like right. that you Furio, called him Furio. Furio. I've been watching The Sopranos. 
And that's one of the guys. The, the guy with the ponytail. Yeah, that Carmella really like is attracted intense to. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, he's intense. Um, but does he kill no, someone honestly, in the US? I think so. Soprano spoiler for, for the Zelda Games Club. Well, here's the thing. I just started I like I'm in I oh, just no. finished season I just finished season two, but you're okay. because um, <laughs> I saw I also there's you know, it's been there's been things that have been spoiled. Like the end of season two, where a guy gets whacked that you really like as a character. Oh yes, uh, I'd seen online. Like I'd seen it. Like oh uh, my gosh, that's awful. Yeah, but I was like, oh, this is how. But I had the broader context now. I was like, oh, this is why yeah. this happened. I only had seen the scene. Mm. Um, but I've been watching it a lot, and it's been leaking into my brain, just uh, replacing information. Um, It'll, that'll but happen. Ravio. For the I mean, listener, Matt is ha- had to close his eyes and, and and just take a moment. I just I I didn't so I didn't finish this, so I don't know if there is like a payoff for his his um s- his sneaky ways. Um, I wouldn't and, say there's a payoff for his sneaky ways. So those will that'll frustrate you the money spending, but yeah, there is Ravio payoff, is what I'll say. Okay, you could spoil it for me, because uh, I'll play it. And You'd like? I, are you sure? I'm not somebody that's going to be like. I wish I didn't know about okay. what happens with Ravio. And now, in like in the in stuff in Metroid Dread, had any of that been spoiled for me, I would have been like, oh well. But this, I'm I'm fine. Okay. Um, well, do you have any guesses as to who Ravio could be? And no mean, is, is a, acceptable answer. Is it? I mean, is it the, is it, what's his name? The it's bad guy? It's not Yuga. Okay, it's not Yuga. That would just be good. So, uh, Ravio is actually the low rules version of Link. Wow, that's, that rocks. That's it's pretty really, cool. That's yeah. really good. There's, um. um he uh, sucks so much. <laughs> <laughs> and they get into that a little bit. And they also yeah. get into um, Hilda, the Zelda of yes. low rule. Her flaws and her choices that she decided to make for her kingdom based on their circumstances. Um, and there are some, well, I'll talk about this. I'm sure I'll get into this on the third yeah. part of this episode, but they give you a lot of hints, uh, especially if you're familiar with A Link to the Past, the writings on the wall, because he wears this like bunny mat- like outfit and it's like a pink bunny. And Link uh-huh. in that game has pink hair. And when you go to get sent to the Dark Realm for the first time, um, you get turned into a pink bunny. But wow. I knew that and have played had played a, a decent amount of that game several times and didn't see it coming. So the twist really got me. Yeah, that's really, really that's I mean it's just funny like what video games can be. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's like a very good like storytelling beat in yes. a handheld video game, like quote unquote like for children. You know totally, what I mean? Yeah. Uh that's like really that's really, really good. Um but he's like, to me, I don't know. He's just obviously. I think he's price gouging these these items, and as the the tethered to the hero, you would think he'd be a little more a little more helpful. But I could see how he's the inverse. It makes sense. Yeah, he's like revert. He's like you know, mirror world link. Mm-hmm. Um, but point being. I was so scared to die 
in this game. Oh, because of I was I would I made the choice early on. I was like, I'm just gonna rent every item. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. I just don't I'm just gonna try to blast through this with everything with a full arsenal basically. And you know, come fuck around and find out if you're trying to, <laughs> you know, like come come see what happens if you're trying to mess with me. I have literally every item um that I could possibly rent. Um so I was very nervous about dying because I was like, well, I don't know if I could afford to do this every time if I die. And you know, this game's not super old, but there it's it's some of these handheld games from this time age in a way that don't they don't hold up to like the way games are now. Like just mm-hmm. with item management in general and like purchasing items and stuff, you gotta go up to every single one. You can't just like select oh, all. Like that, that to nice. me is such a is a great feature in any game when you can sort of like just kind of hop over to the side of the menu and be like, I want this one, this one, this one, this one, and do a bulk purchase. Um because that nothing stops me more in my tracks um it used to be crafting like having to craft something oh and be my like, gosh oh, this but now it's really it's more uh bad menus and um uh like not being able to and clunky like yeah shop mechanics yeah um but he only came for those items one time in my oh, playthrough i'm glad is, it wasn't more than that because that yeah. has got to be brutal yeah because then i a couple like once i died i was like well in this dungeon, I'm already at the boss. I'm not gonna need all this stuff. I know how to. I know how to win. I just need to, um, not get hit in the, yes. in the way that I just did. Um, with the it was the hand one, the one that's like with the hand and the eyeball. Yes. Um, but it's as, as far as like, I don't know. Like, I really, I I really liked what I played of it so far. I would like to finish it. Um, there's like. I, I oh I like the the sto- like the 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 story device of like he's captured everybody good and they're stuck in a painting so everybody's two yeah. D um and just go like every dungeon is like oh this is the one where this person is um and you gotta get them get them out and stuff like that um I also thought some of the puzzles were really good like in in my playthrough uh, I, I I enjoyed them there's the one in the God, is it the? I think it's in the thieves one or something, or it might be in the swamp one, the water one, where um, you get like a buddy, and you have yes. to escort the buddy through, and then use the buddy on the switches and stuff. I think that's that very is very fun. Out. Yeah, um, that's like that's I I don't know. I like I guess I like um, you like friends. Fit. I like friends. I like I I guess I like what is that like yeah leading people um uh to to great success and and freedom <laughs> of course uh, you do and but I, I, yeah this game i like i don't know i, I really I, I i enjoyed playing it uh it it feels good in the hand i like i was saying i wish it was a little the my device was a little bigger mm-hmm. and uh that the my screen was a little bigger and but it, otherwise it's it's the music's really good. Like, uh, oh, it's Zelda, so great. Zelda, Zelda games often have great music, and often will like. I don't know. They're just so charming. Like Link is such a fun character to play as. Like I don't know. You can't you can't beat Link as far as like fun characters. I got the. Yeah, I I think I I've told you this 
uh, you know, in in our regular life, um, out, outside of, uh, I'm gonna, just, I, I guess I'm breaking kayfabe. Um, break, but, break whatever you gotta break. Uh, I have that intent that like game and watch mario i'm holding yes. it up like this but i'm also not showing you no but the, the shape of your hands brought me home yeah uh and i ordered the zelda one because i think it comes with zelda one um and i think i think a link to the past on it i think not a link to the past but it does come with zelda one two a like game and watch game that's now Zel- uh-huh. a Zelda Link themed, and then Link's Awakening for the Game oh, Boy. Oh, original Link's Awakening. Okay, um, I, I play that again honestly in that because I I I loved it. Dude, <laughs> that's a, a so wonderful game. I will say about that game, having played both of them this year. Uh, although I played them at the, I was playing them at the same time, kind of like I played this and a Link to the Past at the same time. Yeah. Um, I think the Game Boy version is incredibly charming and mm-hmm. as much as it is frustrating to have to switch out your items in menus constantly it yeah. is it is really good uh and definitely try it because i ordered the same thing be- yeah. i think because of that game is on there that's like top top zelda game for me that that's like my top four for sure right and it's just like the novelty of being able to have that in a, such a like slim package yeah. on you like whenever you want is 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 really really good but this i mean i i yeah i, I guess i wish i would have finished it but I, I i was having such a good time with it um and i do i have a favorite i like i like the the guy the i i always forget his name now the the main oh yuga Yuga. Yuga's so hard for me to remember for some reason. That's Maybe okay. I don't like it as much as I'm trying to say, but I think he's an interesting <laughs> villain. Um, the concept of like, it's the same place, but it's bad. It's yeah. everyone's bad here. It's like very fun. Um, it adds like a fun challenge to like just traversal, mm-hmm. you know, because like every everyone's trying to hit you. Like everybody's trying to come for you. Yeah. Um, so like that. Like when you have to lead that like big bomb flower. That's such oh a, man, that was such a struggle for me because I knew I what I had to do, and it was such a pain in the ass it's to like very go around difficult. and do that. Yeah, it took me like I think like ten tries or something. Oh yeah, jeez. Yeah, I was I was really upset, but this game also does the thing that I think good Zelda games uh, do, and it's that like when you succeed. It makes you somehow feel. It makes you feel like a million dollars. Like when you're like, oh, good, because you get a, a nice hearty reward. You get like a, a you know a, a new heart uh, thing, and you're just like, oh, good. Now I'm even stronger. Let's go. I'm I'm ready to take on the next dungeon. And then you don't want to stop. It's so fun. Yeah. In this game, I think I've talked about it on this episode already. Yeah. And we'll continue to do so. But this game really found a great like spot uh, a great um a- amount of momentum and it really keeps you but if you're engaging with it i'm sure if you stepped away from it like continuously for long periods of time it wouldn't move that quick but yeah it's fun and it moves at a, such a satisfying pace and i think that is a big part of it yeah it cl- it clips along you know like they're like i thought 
I th- I thought that I was like near the end of it early on. Yes. But it was only because I was having so much fun doing it. Yeah. That I I just got I got lost in my own enjoyment of it rather than the time spent. I That's was like, wow, I must you. be I must be almost done with this. Yeah. Um but I'd like to it's you know, it's a franchise that I I have, you know, very minor familiarity familiarity with minor um like but like full enjoyment of like every yeah. every time i've played one i'm like oh this is great and i should go back and play some of these older ones um i know that you played uh like the original on stream yeah. and i would like to do something like that but like when there's like a eight there's like something in me whenever anything is old I'm always just like this is taking forever, and it's like it's because it's older, you know. It's it's just how it is, but uh, but that shouldn't stop me from experiencing something that I know I would enjoy. Sure, I think you know that first one. As much as I now adore it, yeah. I if I didn't have to play it for a show, I don't know if I would have finished it. But also, I gave myself like two months a head head start, so yeah. It took, like a lot of games from that age, it takes patience. It takes just, you got to be okay if when you turn on that game for an hour and a half, you're just poking around and you kind of almost find nothing. But like, you know you've been to this spot or you maybe you get, you bomb one cracked wall and it leads you to one guy who gives you 10 rupees and that's all you discover. That game, because that's what those games were designed to how they were designed to be played over long periods of time to poke around and really explore. That was the focus. So it is harder to go back to them, but this game, you know, the other side of the coin is, was like perfect for the modern age uh, yes. between worlds. And it's really cool to hear um, the w- reasons that you enjoyed it because a lot of them are echoed by others. And then some of the things you shared are unique to yourself. Like, yeah, or, you know, I think, people more familiar with the series uh, would know that even would know that the game was going to continue past getting the master sword and going to fight Yuga. But for you having not really get got to experience that many times in this, it like, because you haven't really played this series so much, it was special and new. And yeah, that's so cool to hear from someone like you that you had a, you got to have that, that Zelda surprise that people got a, in different games that I got in Ocarina. Yeah, I got I had a Zelda surprise. And <laughs> what more can you ask for? Yeah, you can't in this life. What else? Yeah, what else could you want? Um, it is like the best thing about Zelda games to me is that every time I play one, I immediately want to play another one. Like that's exactly yeah. what I did with uh breath of the wild i chased it with Link's awakening that's right uh so now who knows who knows where the i mean i guess i should finish skyward sword before i try one that i've never like i've never even started before yeah but now i I have the nintendo switch online thing too now and like the i know that majora's mask is coming and hopefully uh they allow us to uh remap those buttons at some point maybe someday (laughs) yeah Dude. I will say I started Yoshi's story, and I know that this is not what that show is. This show is about. Oh no, I think it's uh, about to be. Yeah, uh, I started Yoshi's story just to see what it was like, and saw that what the button maps were, and I played it for like 
10 minutes and I was like, well, I'm used to this. <laughs> like this is nice. This is not the biggest deal in the world. I can I never played a Nintendo 64, so I don't have the muscle memory. Um, yes. I played it, but I didn't have it. So I, I didn't I don't have the muscle memory that people are like this feels bad and weird. I was like, well, this is Oh, this is fine how for I'm me. Playing it. Yeah, this um, yeah. Yeah, well, hey, you'll have to check some other ones out, and I can always recommend you specific ones because I think some are more fun to play nowadays than yeah. other. But definitely continue with Skyward Sword. It's got its flaws, but as the listener will know, having having heard me host that episode, the previous one, I still think it's got a lot of really high points in the series, but it yeah. also has some really low points. It's it's just a mixed bag, but I overall, love- great. I love the combat. I love sweating while I'm playing a video game. It's uh... <laughs> Hey, you'll get to do that. Um, well, Matthew, um, that'll about do it for for us here on this uh, part because, you know, I, I got to put on my Link outfit again and I got to go try oh, to yeah. try to save these seven people from these paintings so that I can go fight Yuga and maybe see Hilda and whoever's there. So yeah. bef- before I do that, my friend... Matt Apodaca, thanks for joining me. This is awesome to sit down with you. What do you want to plug? What where should the listeners check you out? Hmm. Well, I guess you could listen to a little show called How Did This Get Played, where I talk about video games also. Um, you could listen to the backlog episodes of uh, What's With These Homies talking about Weezer. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't if you haven't heard that. And then I guess just you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Apodaca. I stream infrequently, but when I do, we always have a nice time. Can confirm. I like to tune into those. It is a great time. Uh, and check out those shows, uh, and especially you, all, all these video game nerds who listen to this, myself included. Uh, how did this get played? <laughs> it's great, so check it out. Um, well, Matt, I'm going to leave you here. I'll let you put your mask back on. Yeah, uh, I'll go back to being like the town heretic and telling. Like, yes, uh, which you're thriving as, I must say. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Well, here I go off into the rest of Low Rule to save those other people. Matt, I will see you later. Bye, buddy. Low Rule Castle. I'm almost in the final chamber. I've gone through a lot of trials and tribulations to get here. Of course, it's me, Link. You can also call me Connor, but call me Link for the purposes of this exercise. <laughs> okay, I'm finally at the doors. I'm gonna open them. <gasps> oh my gosh, no. It was you the whole time. Princess Hilda of Low Rule. Hello. Yoo-hoo, it's me. Yoo-hoo? You're... Yoo-hoo. Oh, no. You know what? I don't like this. You're being mischievous, and and you're having fun with it a little bit, almost like a a cat playing with a goldfish. And I'm the goldfish. You've fallen right into my trap, hee-hee. I can't believe you've done this. Of course, it... I feel like, you know... You know, I I just read people really well, and to me, it seems like you're going to try to use... You're an empath? Yeah, I'm an empath. <laughs>
uh, <laughs> uh, but I read, you know, I'm reading people really well. It's one of my strengths, and it seems to me like you're trying to use Hyrule's Triforce to and, and to summon Ganon, and you're gonna try to or something like that. And you're gonna take our Triforce because you don't have one. Yeah, that is exactly what I'm going to do. And you know, you did say you were an empath. Uh-huh. But I don't think uh, I don't think you're reading this situation uh, quite right. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> what? Mm-mm. What am I? What am I missing here? You who look at me closer. Are you, f- are you flirting with me? Oh, wait a second. Well, you might be flirting with me, but I think I see under that uh, under that normal face is a beautiful face, and that beautiful face belongs to my friend Tyler Schnupp. Yeah, hello. Oh, you were Hilda the whole time? Well, dude, it's actually me, Connor. I'm not, I mean, I'm Link, but I'm Connor. Well, I, I'm, I'm a bit of an empath, so I sort of did know that. Oh, you are. Okay, cool. So that, I yeah. guess that makes two of us. Uh, well, Mr. Schnupp, thank you for joining <laughs> yes. me here in the Low Rule Castle final chamber. Um, uh, would We're thank just going to, oh, yeah, of course. You know, I figure while we're here, uh, while we're while we got the time, why don't we uh, mm-hmm. sort of wrap up the third part of our Zelda Games Club discussion on the Legend of Zelda: A Link Between Worlds? Uh, as I'm sure it was so obvious uh, from our from our beautiful meeting and and me running up the stairs and entering. Um, my friend, this is also it's. I'm so glad to have you because this is a belated uh, inclusion of yours on the series. Uh, we unfortunately didn't get to have you on the Skyward Sword uh, episode, but here you are. Um, you you've also been playing. You've played a handful of Zeldas this year, have you not? I have. I did get a little inspired by everybody playing all the Zeldas, and I realized I had only beaten maybe two or three total. Oh, one of them being <laughs> the only one forever was uh, Skyward Sword or not Skyward Sword <laughs> Spirit Tracks. Uh, that's that's what I'm. Spirit Tracks yes. is the one you know. I love uh, it, and I will be keeping on my purple hair on for the rest of the show, just so you know. Good, good. I don't good. want to take the purple. No, hair it looks. It's actually a really good look on you. Like I, I like your your sandy blonde hair is great, but this is really it's befitting. Thank you so much, and I yeah, and I'm thinking about keeping it on for Halloween. We'll see. Um, hey, you know what? Don't struggle to find a costume. You got one right there. I'm thinking about costumes for the for this upcoming weekend, and boy, I don't have a clue as to what I'm going to do. Now, yeah, it's uh, you, you know, maybe I was in that position before uh, I put on this <laughs> wig, but not anymore. Um, not anymore. Um, yeah. So the only the only one I had beaten really was Spirit Tracks and. Later, it was you know um, a link link to uh, Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Good lord! Uh, hey, I'm here for you. <laughs> thanks for having me on the Zelda episode. Uh, what's the one? <laughs> what's the Zelda one? I can't remember. Um, You're gonna get it. You'll remember. Mm-hmm. And then Breath of the Wild, of course. But then it was like everybody's doing all these other games. Like I never really beat any of them. So I've gone back and beat. Yeah, I beat Skyward Sword. Um, I beat, uh, you let me borrow, which one was it? Wind Waker. Which one of the Zeldos was it? <laughs> Wind Waker. 
um, which was great. I, I had a great time in that. It's like in a lot of these, a lot of Zeldas, I had ju- I've usually just started, yeah, and not played all the way through. But it's like it's nice to it. It's it, you feel I feel accomplished beating yeah. Zeldas. You've got a little more under your belt. You've got you know a uh, a, a wide range of experiences too. It's definitely not. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe for some, but it doesn't sound like the typical uh, Zelda catalog. Like, if you're going to have a limited amount, it's a nice little group you got there. That's fun. Um, yeah, thank you. Well, uh, you're very welcome. Thank you for being here. Um, as we wrap up this episode together, um, I wanted to talk to you about your personal experience with this game and anything notable that, you know, you thought of or that you can remember from your experience playing it. And then at the end, you and I will sort of touch on uh, legacy and final thoughts. Um, But as far as your personal experience, um, this year was also the first time you've played this game, or had you played it before? No, yeah. So we we had talked, you and I had talked about it earlier. Maybe it was last year? Maybe. It's been a while. No, it's been, yeah, this year has, it's, this is the ninth month. I today, Tyler, honestly, I'm not kidding, was like, tenth. It's April, and it's not. It's actually the opposite of April. It's October. It's in fact the opposite of of April. Brain's yeah, breaking. <laughs> it's. I get it. It's. It's. So it definitely was this year, and um, yeah, you and I were talking about it. It's because I was playing my 3ds a lot more. Yes. Just that, you know, yes. just just be. I don't know why that that happened, but just being around my stuff more than I was, and I think. Yeah, I, I can't remember, but you you said you had a copy yes. of it uh, because this is something because uh, uh, also the 3DS got me back into gaming uh-huh. just in general but when I first had got one and when I, I – it, it's it was one of those 3DS games that was always at the game stores, you know what yes. I mean? Yes, yes. Um, and every time I would see it, I'd be like, that looks like it sucks. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what it was. But, wow. But it's like, just because it's like, oh, what, he goes on the walls? Like, ugh, I, I can't, I can't with this. You wow. know, like. You're just not, I, not I a fan of, you're a fan of three dimensions minimum. Two? Uh-uh, <laughs> yeah. buddy. It's like, this thing's supposed to be 3D and I'm supposed to be looking at this guy going on a wall? <laughs> you know, it's like, um. But it, they make it work so well. It's like I wish I had known that the mechanics of the game played so well. Sure, yeah. You know, it was like um, – but I – yeah, I slept on it for so long and then, you know, I've had my 3DS for forever. But yeah, you you were – you uh, kindly offered to let me borrow it and I was rolling in that unemployment money at the time. I was like, I'll just get my own copy. Yeah. And I did and I, and I, I beat it in, you know, like a week or something – but it it was it was great. It was like the whole the whole time I had. So and it's like I think I've I've decided I I like the handheld ones more yeah, than the top the down ones. Top down. Yeah. I think I that's where I started. That's and I think that's you know I think there's some nostalgia tied to that maybe and you Definitely. know it's cool. It's like um. But yeah, I mean, it, it it made me get like a uh, also one of those Zelda uh, 3ds cases. Oh, really? Uh, 
Yeah, because I was like, well, I gotta <laughs> like because I that's something I would also see at GameStop all the time for like on discount, you know. And I was like, yes. I don't need that. Um, and then I and that it's still the same price uh, online, <laughs> and I did get it, but it's like it's got like the cool, you know, uh, Master Sword uh, stylus and then the shield stylus. Oh, that's great. Um, and it looks like an old satchel, but inside is, you know, where I play my 3DS games. <laughs> hey, you know what? Inside a bit of uh, a bit of ruggedness is is a key to oh, so many other worlds. That's what I love about video games. Right. It is nice. I have been I've been a little weepy lately and I've been, no. I've been getting nostalgic uh, nostalgic about certain things and I did yeah, definitely vi- video games definitely play a part in that. So Oh, absolutely. Gosh, um, I was think I was at work today. This is a a tangent, but I was at work today uh filling salsa cups, which is a thing uh, that you do at a certain position when I was filling that position today at, at the mm-hmm. place that I work. And for some reason, oh, I was thinking about Tony Hawk uh, and, and Tony Hawk Pro Skater okay. series. Um, I was just thinking about the guy, Tony Hawk. <laughs> and um, yeah. today on on this week's episode of Call Me By Your Game, I had Alfred Aquino II on and we talked about Tony Hawk's Underground. But for some reason in my head, Superman by Goldfinger was just was just playing. And I was just sort of like saying it to myself as I was filling cups and no one was around me. And I realized I was getting like, not cho- I don't choked up isn't the word, but I was like really feeling it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what effect!" It's just yeah. crazy the effect things can have on you like that. Yeah, and sometimes you're not expecting them. It's, a, it's maybe it's that time of the year. And we're getting um, into it, you know. The fall, we're we're it feels like fall half the time, and then half the time it feels like summer. It's, it seems like every day it jumps around in October yeah, in L.A. Um, okay, so great. So you played it for the first time this year. Sounds like you really enjoyed it. It did you have the experience where it was just so tough to put down, or was it or not so much? I yeah no it was it was like it was also at the at, you know, this I think I played it pre vaccine as well so I was really in in the house and so it was like I was I was I was kind of worried that I would finish it too quickly. That's <laughs> that was sort of my um, but it's I mean it's pretty long it's a yeah. pretty long game. Um, long, it, like I, I should say, uh, I, I played it long enough. I was like, I hope this never ends. And then towards the end, it was like, well, it, it should have wrapped up maybe yes. two hours ago. <laughs> but, <laughs> There's um, a lot of, a lot of content in the game and it's got a lot of, it's one of, it's a Zelda game that has a lot of temples. Some have less than others. This one has like as many as any other game, which is the counterpart linked to the past also is tied for the most as well, I believe. Um, maybe there's a chance Twilight Princess beats him, but whatever. I think this has the most. But this game keeps its momentum really well, and it does a yeah. really good job because I think it's modern of helping you uh, stay with that pace and not get like bogged down or stuck too much. I agree. I, I had to look up a couple things. Yeah. Um, as you know. As I, you do. As you do, I'm, I'm, no, I'm no freaking genius. Um, uh, as I feel, like a lot of people who are playing these damn games are. 
Um, you'd have to be, but I, I do like what Jeremy has said many times, where it's like sometimes Zelda games expect you to know a lot about video game yeah, gaming like, in general. Like conventions and stuff. And if he stole that from somebody else, I'd like to credit them. But yeah, I don't know. It was uh, – I – can I say the only thing I didn't enjoy? I think yeah, Link uh, looks ugly. <laughs> you know what? You're not the first person to express this in the world, let alone even on this episode, my friend. Really? Um, and that's probably one of the more heavily criticized parts of this game uh, is the art style in general. Do you feel that just about Link or is it about the style or is it just the character models for you? I don't want to put words I in your mouth. No, it's okay. I think the character models look kind of like – at first I was like, eh, but as I got used to them, I was like, this is fine. But the one thing I never got used to was how but ugly Link looks. Yeah. He's <laughs> just like gross. Um, Earlier on this episode, uh, my friend Eddie Martin referred to him as like – he calls it like the Keebler elf look. Yeah, it kind of is. It takes away all of that, like, androgynous sexiness that Link usually has. Yeah, he always, almost always has that going on. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. I guess despite, except for that when he's, like, a toon, but. Yeah, this isn't a toon, hey, Link. you know what? To each their own, my friend. <laughs> Just kidding, he's a okay, child. Gonna... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that, that the art style is just a little plain and he is a little you know he's just not the link that we i think are expecting for most games for sure um yeah as far as your experience goes though having played a few zelda games this year uh what's something that stood out to you or a part of the game that you uh particularly enjoyed i think i really i really liked the way it just it felt as a whole, I think, where they took every good part of at least a handheld Zelda mm. and just mashed it in there yeah. where it, it plays very like it's just satisfying. It's like I love like the you know, I love hopping between the two worlds because yes. it's like um, it's like the, what is it? The seasons Oracle of Seasons. Is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, uh, you're because that's the one where you change the season with like your rod or something like that. Yeah, and it's like that. What a cool concept! And there's yeah. like two the two games that go hand in hand, right? Yeah, and ages um, you time travel ages. back and forth, which is so cool. Like, and then it's like, it, it, and it's also like. Um, uh, uh, Link's Awakening and and that's like the map feels similar you know I mean it's like I know like I know that previous ones had maps like that but like it feels as I can see it in my head and I like to see, you know what I mean as it feels as night uh, you know what am I trying to say uh, it, it, it just <laughs> like it flows very well and it's like Definitely. it's it's in you know I love I love these little Pegasus boots. I love running around the little map with these Pegasus boots. So good. I love. Uh, um, did Did you take enjoyment in like running through like a field of grass as you just chop up every piece petal of grass as you run through it? Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I I, I loved it as a child and love it now. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's the best part. And I of course whack all the chickens real quick. 
just at the <laughs> beginning, then don't do it again. I just got to see him chase my ass. You got to get it uh, out of your system at least once, like near, maybe close enough to where you've got an escape to like another screen that's going to move down um, just so you can toy with them and then see them chase after you for a bit. Exactly. I also like, I like the the villains. I think are cool sure. because it's it's what's his, it's what's his name Yuga, Yuga, who I really only had the experience with Yuga in like in I guess Skyward Sword. Oh, you mean I feel like he, like Girahim? Isn't it? Aren't they the same person? Am I wrong? You Isn't are. that Zelda's evil uh, <laughs> doer? You're, you're talking about Ganon. Or demise. Ganon cause... is not who I'm talking. Okay, uh, Yuga but, well, and there's... Yuga and um, Girahim are different characters, but like a lot of like secondary big bads in these games, or the one that's the big bad until the end, serving a similar purpose of you know resurrecting the evil one and you know right. catching Zelda or whatnot. Hmm. Okay. See that I they look similar, so I am like. I'm like they. I think, and, and I've like I've seen like timelines and stuff. Yeah, I've like I remember reading something a while ago, being like, "Well, they, you know, like it, essentially, like it was like, well, they're essentially the same, uh, sure, person. but it's like they're, but clearly they're not. Um, they just look similar. Maybe their spirit um, is the same, right? Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I like the I like the villains. I like. I don't know. It was just like, it was all kind of cool. I was, it, this game has been out for a long time. I was, I did get surprised uh, yeah. by like the, the twists and stuff um, with, um, with the, uh, we brought him up earlier. Hilda? Maybe. Ravio? You know, that's uh, Ravio. I'm Hilda. Sorry. <laughs> no. Um, good. Uh, Ravio, I, I, that was like, that was a full on, like, what the heck? I know, like, to I didn't see it coming. In my room. Um, yeah, this, this hot topic looking rabbit boy, um, who <laughs> <laughs> was just me the entire time. Um, I thought that was really cool. And you know what, you know what? He doesn't look like crap. Why do I have to? What yeah, does my he, character have to look like? He's got like style. Crap? Yeah. This guy looks like he's into happy tree friends. <laughs> he's, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just like the whole thing. It was so nice. Even like the way it wraps up makes me like, cause Zelda's always have that type, that like eeriness to them, which this mm -hmm. definitely does. Um, but the way this one wrapped up, I didn't feel, I didn't also feel gross when it ended, if that makes sense. Because, like, every other game, I've sort of felt, like, gone away, like, feeling like, I I don't know if I'm satisfied completely. It's, like, it's nice to have, like, completed the entire thing. But there is, like, there's, like, I don't know. It's, like, an icky feeling almost. I don't know how to describe it. I didn't have that is with it, this one, though. Are, is that feeling that you're getting, is that because of the story? Is that because of the, maybe the game not being it? Up to your, uh, up to what you're hoping for out of it. Where where's that coming from? No, I th I don't know what it is, but it's even like, are you just I, have it's a sick like, tummy? It's like a, yeah, I'm actually appreciate it. it's a musical <laughs> tummy. But I think I have it. I had it even after Breath of the Wild, where huh. it's like the 
you know, you do this huge battle and then it's like – and then it's just sort of done. Yeah. And I don't – you don't really have much to like – even – it's like what maybe like one interaction with Zelda and then it's like, well, goodbye. But and it's like – I'm reading you now. It's the like resolution that seems to be the issue for you. And I would agree with you. I think this game has one of the strongest resolutions of any game in the series. Uh, It's really fantastic. And I think that also, I think the, I mean, one of the big reasons is that 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 is, is that they execute on what they laid out in the game, the story and the plot of, this alternate universe, Zelda um, doing whatever she can to get her kingdom back. And that comes at the expense of potentially Hyrule. And that's more interesting than a lot of the stories in the series. I agree. Even more so than Zelda's a ghost and uh, we just (laughs) ride on a train together. (laughs) Yeah, but you'll never let go of that one. Right. That's Um, my favorite. (laughs) That's I'm so happy for you. Uh, yeah, that's that's cool to hear from you about the story. That's one that I really did appreciate when I first played the game. I've played it twice now. Um, and the twists also, all the twists got me, uh, even if though they like put him in a bunny suit and Link yeah. in A Link to the Past when he goes to uh, the Dark Realm, gets turned into a pink bunny and he has pink hair. So the writing was on the wall. I just do they missed do it. that? Yeah, they do. See, that's something I missed. I yep. the, I have I haven't played that one. Wait, which uh, which which game again? Uh, a Link to the Past, which Wish is Wish for Zelda. <laughs> We're gonna do this all day. It's the game. Mm-hmm. That game is the what this game is built upon. Uh, did you are you are you aware that like the map and the world and the two dimensions uh, and even the location of the dungeons in this game are uh, ident- essentially identical to that of A Link to the Past. I did not know that. Yes, this game, its Japanese title is uh, the translated is Triforce of the Gods 2, and A Link to the Past's tri- title is Triforce of the Gods. So, yeah, um, there are a lot of really great homages and connections. It'll be, honestly be fun for you to toy around with A Link to the Past at some point now. Um, I think I'd have to. And I think you could still it's- enjoy it because... I beat this before I ever completed A Link to the Past. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Um, um, did you like A Link to the Past um, more or? Ooh, that's a really tough question. I think these are two of the strongest games in the series. Um, really? Absolutely. Um, I might, I think as a fun game to play, I think I prefer A Link Between Worlds. Um, but I think that a link to the past its place in history is hard to ignore and just like what it did for the action adventure rpg genre sure. um yeah and it's it still holds up so be- i think yeah i think it looks way better than this game but uh it's hard sure to say it's, it's well. really and it's way more not that difficulty is everything but if it's more challenging than this game i think this game's fairly easy as a lot of you know the more modern ones are but that's not a yeah, I don't think that's to its detriment. I love the accessibility, and uh, I it I got through it, especially at a time where I didn't get through a lot of games. So, but anyway, sure. Um, yeah, dude, I I would uh, encourage you to check 
out a link to the past having enjoyed this game um any uh you, you were talking about the um wall merging earlier how did you like mm-hmm. that as the big gimmick in this game i liked it more than i thought i would all right um i had i had fun sl- slinking around up there <laughs> it's like it was like it was it, it it was like a nice it was it, it was a nice addition to like the puzzles and stuff that yes. that I was like cuz I'll get stuck so easy on a puzzle especially in a Zelda game where mm-hmm. it's like sometimes I have to remind myself it's like okay try every like yes every every weapon you have yeah. like I have to remind myself that all the time dude because I'm right I think Zeldas you. are so yeah, it's like they're so new to me in a in a way, you know, where I've only started them and really have, within the past couple of years, only known all the weapons and like the themes and the yeah. game, you know, like and how they keep coming back and stuff, like, um, and so it was like. Once I was like, I'd remind myself of the weapons was like, oh, I should see if I can, you know, uh, hop at a wall somewhere or whatever. Maybe there's something I missed in a wall. And it's like that made the puzzles easier for me in my head. So nice. Um, I enjoyed it. And it I was love like that. that that last that last boss battle. I was like, it was like oh. it was heavy in that. I was like, this is a like a fun boss battle which mm-hmm. i don't always th- i am always nervous in a boss no matter what it is and i was like this this is kind of fun <laughs> i yes. like uh, like i'm enjoying this so i love that you're referring to a ganon at the end of the game the like beast yes. ganon yeah i was talking mm-hmm. to eddie about that and i love all of the elements of that battle uh including i mean and it's hard not to just adore merging into the wall and shooting the light arrow and falling the camera follows it all the way around it's just it's satisfying it's so bad yes ah it's great um uh yeah the the something i haven't really discussed you know about the wall merging because i don't think we barely talked about it on previous parts um but it it i think in what you were saying uh you were talking about its incorporation into the puzzles or its implementation there and I think it's like a really great wrinkle onto what me and maybe you by this point are familiar with as far as Zelda puzzles go. Just like in a room, it it adds enough, whether it's like, ooh, maybe I can go behind this bookcase or that thing that's stuck on the wall. What if I merge on it and then I unmerge? Uh, yeah. That was really fun. Um, did you find yourself uh, doing much of the side content, like looking for the little uh, – octopuses or the octopi or or getting like the uh the gems to upgrade your sword i did i Ooh. loved doing all of that um awesome. which is like i'm a i'd like to do a side quest generally mm-hmm. because i'm like i it, it'll bug me for like it bugged me for so long when they were like i can't find my little son it was like Okay, well, I gotta find this like child, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like yeah, like what the heck? like it's like well, they're just yeah, these octopus are they're, you know like they're all over the place or whatever. It's like well, okay, I gotta clean this place up. I'm gonna be <laughs> pissed if I like see one out of the corner of the screen and then yeah. don't get it, you know. So there is like some uh, you know obsessive stuff that comes with that, but it's also like I kind of like doing it. Um, 
I had, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it from what I remember. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't remember any of the side quests making me like, I wish I didn't do this. Sure. Did you happen to ever play the baseball game? Yes, I did. I will be honest. I actually don't really like it that much. And I don't know if it's because I'm a baseball person and I'm like Mm -hmm. just frustrated with it. Not maybe subconsciously frustrated that it's not more realistic or easier. Um, I just like was it was I think it's a cool inclusion, but I didn't enjoy it that much. I like like the trying to dodge the chickens, the the cuckoos. Did you do that? That's pretty fun. Oh, I did do that. Great challenge. I think so. And so and to go back to the baseball thing, you're pissed that like there isn't like a full on nine inning game with like Link and all the boys. I want the blacksmith playing. I want the th- no. <laughs> yeah. I I just felt like the there's another baseball type game in the Oracle games. And for sure it's in ages. And okay. There's just I don't think there that the timing of the game is really that good. Uh, as far as okay. trying to hit the targets and uh, with with the bat and the ball and the bombs, maybe I just didn't do it. Uh, give it enough time, but I didn't. I haven't enjoyed the baseball. It probably stuff. sucks. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's, uh, I'll take your word for. It. I think it probably sucks. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, as okay, one thing I did want to ask you about that we haven't talked so much on the episode uh, about is the the gameplay and the combat. We've talked about like the the wall merging so we don't really need to talk too much about that because i think it's a part of it Mm -hmm. but as far as the combat maybe the weapons um the uses of them moving around any thoughts on the gameplay yeah i i think i enjoyed i would say majority of the weapons Mm -hmm. even that silly like when they started to get a little sillier yes uh like a a little hammer or something Uh right it was like I'm enjoying playing with these because it's like I uh, I know you can get them in like in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, you can start getting like goofy weapons. And I was like, well, I'm pretty much done with the game at this point. I'm not really getting, you know, like when I was playing Breath of the Wild. So it's like I'm not really going to not really going to use these. I got the Master Sword, which I think is pretty cool in it, you know. <laughs> Uh, and it's not like I didn't have that in this game, but it was like there's so many I, – I don't know. It was just – I liked a big goofy hammer. I loved I, that. I love it. Um, this game does have some interesting weapons like you were saying, some silly ones. Like there's the the one that's – I forget what it's called, but it's the one that flies you up in the air. Uh, it's got like a little fan on it when you use it. Right. And uh, that can like – Boost you up, like if a platform's moving back and forth, you can use it to hop on that platform. Is that what that's for? Yes. <laughs> like a floor above you, you can use it to like, if there is an actual like fan or something you're supposed to hit, you can use it. Um, the sand rod I thought was an in- interesting inclusion that can create those like sand pillars. That was really cool. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Yeah. Um it was just a really because most of them are familiar to the series, but that one and and that other weird fan thing I thought were at least interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all, all of course, all the weapons you've got like a a a meter that you can use them in. Uh, your like your item meter, as opposed to like in most games, if you've got an item like that, you can use it a million times, or it takes a magic, or or like arrows. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Um, I liked it too. Tyler, I think, yeah. Before we, nice. Um, am I, am I in a lag? I I think we're back. Maybe a little bit. I'm just going to make a little time code real quick. All right. Can you hear me okay? I can. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I think we're good. Okay. Just I love it. Um I know what I was going to ask you. Okay. Um for you, before we get into the legacy and final thoughts on this game, uh was there any uh any last part whether it was a boss, the dungeons or anything you didn't get uh the chance to uh, shout out good or bad sure uh i'm trying to think um i don't know i think i mean i think that's it i think like yeah i don't know i don't know what else i would like it's i i'm sorry this has become just sort of like oh it's pretty sick but that's like, what you most know. of these are you're okay right <laughs> um you know, it like it, it. It was nice to have like a you know, it was just it felt like an escape. You know, it yeah. felt it was the most immersed I'd been in a Zelda game. So I love it. Yeah, that's great. It um, made me buy these goofy things off of eBay. So yeah, so it did its job. Um, it really did. Yeah, it sold the brand. Did you use the 3ds uh, slider? I did. I used it a How lot. How is it for this game? It's great. It's oh. like it's it was it was really nice actually. It was like because I never really like not that, not that there were too many games with it overall, but like yeah, it was like I it didn't it didn't hurt my head as much as I thought it would. Oh, good. Yeah. I I after I completed this game this year, which was in maybe February, I I only had a like a two DS XL um, and legitimately i think like the week after i finished it i got a 3ds a new 3ds of course um oh man the new 3ds xl it's it's phenomenal so i didn't i like yeah that is what i played on oh you did oh gosh okay it's just such a beautiful like like nice feeling console um yes i do forget to make that distinction by the way i like oh, when i okay. say oh 3ds and people are you know immediately go to something else and i what i mean is my uh new nintendo 3ds xl well uh as long as you never make that mistake again i think we're gonna be okay right. um but i i did turn it on and it like had me outside of the final castle uh and i just sort of poked around a little bit and checked out the depth it was really cool um but i'll say was, there was like a lava level uh like when you're in the you, you know what i'm talking about um yeah but it was like with the 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 3d on in that one it was like this looks so cool like wow. it, it really worked it really did something for me gosh that's awesome dude if you ever want to borrow speaking of zelda's majora or ocarina on the 3ds dude I that's that was going to be my my purchase after that was Majora's Mask because that's one I've never even I I I played maybe ten minutes of it sure. when, and I was like too much for me don't yeah. like a timer <laughs> it's a lot 
But I would do it now. I think I'm at a, a stage because it's like I, I got the Nintendo 64 like yes. stuff for the um, the Switch online. And it's like I have my dad's old copy of Ocarina of Time, oh. which I've only ever started. I've, yeah. I've gotten maybe an hour and a half into it ever. So it's like I can play that, but I'm like I need something to – play Majora's so like maybe I will buy maybe cool. I will borrow that from you I'll take you up on it hey we're due for a for a Zelda borrowing um that's true cool well I'll go ahead and get us into some final legacy and final thoughts um you know I've been really lucky to play a lot of games in the series this year yeah. uh I think I've played a, 12 of them or so and hosted episodes on like nine maybe ten of these bad boys there's a lot it's a lot of zelda i've been playing zelda for essentially since i was 10 9 or 10 years old uh very familiar with the series and i think this game uh holds a really interesting place uh among the many esteemed titles it's uh, it's so also so interesting to me that you weren't aware of the connection to a link to the past because yeah I think that like that's a big part of it is it's not only a sequel to a link to the past um, even though it has a different link and a different Zelda um, but it is also its own game and it's also just like a tribute to it but with a lot of really well done modernized elements. And I think that the accessibility of this game and the forward momentum that's easy to easier to keep than some Zeldas, truly, especially some yeah. of the older ones, man, um, is really, really impressive. Um, I would like to hear from you, Tyler. Did any does anything stand out for you, or do you have any feeling about this game compared to maybe the ones you've played? Are you like? This is middle of the road for me. I really liked it. Or I just was curious if you had any thoughts about it sure. from the titles you've played. I <coughs> excuse me. Um, this was an interesting one because I think I really. I mean, I really liked it. I think yeah. this is this may be one of my you know top three at least. Um, minus like some old ones, but it was, we, you know, I, I think is, you know, I enjoyed it a lot because it, it mixed all the other stuff so well sure. in it. And it reminded me of, you know, you playing Link's Awakening when I was a yeah. kid with, you know, my cousin who, you know, sadly tragically passed away, but like. Huh. You know, there's like – so like there's that into – and it, it like <clears throat> playing it when I did as an adult, you know, like yeah. it's just part of my journey as well. You know, it's like as as as, as silly as it is, it sounds uh, coming out uh, to me, <laughs> but like uh, it's – yeah, I don't know. I'm glad I'm sort of it, – it's interesting like just playing Zeldas and beating them when I am because I know exactly where I was when I've even, you know, first at least attempted to. Yes. And this was a, this was, this was an interesting one because it was, again, I mean, it was like, it brought up all the nostalgic stuff, but it was like, 
you know, it, it, it was like, well, I guess I am more capable than I think I am sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's like, and it's nice to, you know, it's just cool to see something completed where, where it feels like, you know, maybe in my own life, I'm not completing everything I set out to do. So, Dude, I can relate to a lot of that, especially the last part, <laughs> quite significantly, yeah. in fact. Um, but dude, thank you for, uh, for, for sharing. Um, I'll sort of wrap us up with, uh, some final thoughts of my own. Yeah. This remains definitely one of my top Zeldas. I've, I've had a, which is hard cause I think of all of them and I really do like a majority of these games. It, I think the last time I checked, it was at least in my like top six of like 14 Zeldas that I've played before. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty good, considering sure. how considering where these games. Uh, considering my score, what I yeah, just said. Considering what you said, yeah, it's pretty pretty good. Um, <laughs> considering where these games historically have been uh, c- considered and ranked by you know many many millions of people, uh, but then also for my own personal list, it, it's up there, and I think it's strength we already talked about. Uh, it's how it's somehow is just re it's it's getting into the Zelda formula it does not stray from a lot of the things you get three pendants you look for the master sword you then go uh yo you don't save the princess the twist happens you go and you beat a bunch of temples and then you're fully powered and you go and take down the baddie that's right. exactly what this game is like almost every other one of those but it really stands tall on its fresh elements, the wall merging, um, the gameplay I think is just so good, and the, some of the strongest dungeons and bosses in the series kind of like A Link to the Past. It's it's crazy, the connection. And and as someone who has like weird nostalgia for A Link to the Past, having not finished it f- until two years ago for the first time, right. um, it's hard to ignore that. It's It really is special. So yeah, I think it's one of the best in the series. It, it may be my favorite 3DS game. Uh, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, well, you you got to play uh, some of these Dragon Ball Fusion games. <laughs> oh, now we're talking. Speaking <laughs> of games clubs, so uh, um, really got me going. Yeah, I'm sure you'd love that. Well, hey, you can do it for the Patreon next year. I don't care. Yeah, um, who knows? Oh my gosh, we're the most successful Patreon in the world. Um, <laughs> yeah, because of Dragon Ball. Uh, Tyler Schnupp, thank you for joining me here today to t- discuss uh, your thoughts on this game. Uh, on your way out here, uh, what would you like to plug? What should people keep their eyes out for? Yeah, you know, th- th- you follow me, Schnupp69, on Instagram and Twitter. I keep wanting to change that. I probably just won't ever. Good. Um. But yeah, I mean, listen to Reactivators. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, listen to Stario Chart, which is we're getting that off the ground. It has its own feed now. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Stario Chart. And yeah, it's uh, and what yeah, it, tell us what Stario Chart is. Right. Yeah. It's a, we loosely tie together astrology and video games, and it is like <laughs> as silly as it sounds. We do like we make like birth charts for video game characters. We do. Well, I I did one on for Tony Hawk the video game character recently. <laughs> Amazing. I love that Tony Hawk's been brought up twice today. Yes, and I do that. I co-host that with uh, Brent Flyberg. Uh, Nick Costanza is there sometimes in first chair. We call it a little oh, high be, chair. I love that. Um, we yeah, and if you. Uh, are listening 
you know, actively as this series is coming out in the year 2021, Stario Chart is in your feed at the DJ Toad tier, and Reactivators is in everyone's feed. So check those two pods out. And if you're listening in the future, when this is just widely available on its own public feed, check them out too, because you can find them. Um, thank you, Schnup. Uh, I will go ahead and close this out with some plugs of my own before uh, some... Uh, maybe before I get back into the character for a second, uh, you can follow me, Connor McCabe, at uh, tw- on Twitter and Instagram at Connor underscore McCabe. You can follow me on Twitch where I plan to stream again. I don't <laughs> I don't know when, but I it's, it always sounds fun when I think about it. At Twitch.tv slash Cons is cool sixty nine. Um, this is the last episode for a game that I'm hosting for the Legend of Zelda Games Club. And this is our last specific game episode. We have a wrap-up episode coming uh, from myself and Jeremy and July Diaz pretty soon and and a ranking episode that we're going to do and a Zelda Space Solace where we're going to draft our favorite Zelda games pretty soon. Oh, wow. um, it's going to be a blast. Um, but I do just want to thank everyone who has listened to this entire catalog uh we'll probably give you a bit everyone a bigger thanks when we actually wrap up the series but uh if you're if you don't listen to those other episodes thank you for being here thank you especially to all of our patrons especially those at the dj toad tier uh who are getting this in their feed uh and yeah check us out also check out my podcast call me by your game uh and it's on it's available anywhere i interview someone it's an intimate uh talk about a game that's special to them Tyler was on talking about DBZ Budokai, yeah. and it is truly the most listened to episode I've ever had on the show. Um, <laughs> dip snap, dip snap. Dip snap, baby. Um, anyway, uh, because I'm a little scared, and I, I know you're going to put back on your Hilda costume, Tyler, I'm going to merge back into the wall, and instead of defeating Beast Ganon, I'm just going to run away. How does that sound? Kind of like Ravio. You know what? That sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, and if I can give you just one of these, yoo-hoo, bye. Oh, I still like it. All right. We'll see you next time. That's me merging into the wall. Pretty good. Thank <laughs> you.